This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. We've been dropping on Tuesdays for for this whole season, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I get it and I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You know no, I, I love the love um, and I love that they think that we could just pop in here on Sunday afternoon. You know, Sunday is a busy day in the studio, actually. Fan. It's, but I, I worked last night. You know what I'm saying? I worked midnight last night. Hey, so uh, it's also the busiest day on my cable box, nigga. That's when I catch up <laughs> with my DVR. Like, yeah. I have to watch the shit that we talk about. I don't know when niggas you, think uh, that uh, we get to shit. You watched uh, Watchmen the other day? I got into, like, the first 20. I literally saw the opening. Yeah. And then I started doing some other shit. But that opening was powerful as fuck. Um, I watched and I know part episode. two. Episode, so, all right, how you feel about it? No spoilers. Just... Uh, I'm I you in? I'm intrigued. Okay, I'm not, okay. I'm trying to figure out. And now I think like I I got to go watch the movie now. Mm. Eh. Well, I want to watch the movie. Yeah, not yeah. that I got to yeah. to understand, but like yeah. I, I'm wondering if I'm if I'm missing something or I'm just intrigued yeah. by the shit. Now. The the movie is very so. Having read the book first and then seeing the movie, it was literally they touted it as the only movie that cannot be or the only book that can never be made into a movie. Like mm. you can't do it. And so when they did it. It's too much. Like you, what they mean? The movie wasn't bad. What like, they mean? Like you can um, make any book into a movie. No, nah, it that one you couldn't make into one movie. Okay, I'm gonna just say movie. that, and that's what they did, and that's where they failed at. Like, and it wasn't even like this was before the era of setting up the sequel. Mm-hmm. They ain't even do it like that. They literally tried to give you a beginning, middle, end with a book that can't be done beginning, middle, end. Like, it's too many characters, too many also let me things happening. Let me explain something. Uh, you book niggas. Uh, <laughs> don't nobody care, dog. You know, like they be like, no, nigga, the book was better. Ah, it's probably less than one percent of people who's gonna ever read that book. Like, That's very true. No, in the Harry Potter books, like nigga. Well, no. now we in the audio book world, <laughs> facts, where these niggas don't even read no more. Well, um, I'm, I, I'm, I moved over to the to the um to audio books world because I just don't have time. Yeah. And like now, since everybody is in this podcast phase, yeah. like uh, the four agreements is like two hours and fifteen minutes. I'm like, nigga, that's 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 shorter than a this week in culture podcast. And that's a fact, <laughs> you know, what especially I'm saying? a good one. <laughs> so I'm like, well, shit, I need I need this information, yeah, and I need I need the information. I don't got time, so let me just listen to this shit. Yeah, well, uh, I ain't really I ain't no audio book dude, man. I tried like somebody bought me an audio book and sent it to me. I played that shit for like five minutes, and I was like, "Fam, what the fuck am I listening to?" Like, I don't know. I couldn't do it. Now, man. granted, you got to get the the right voice over actor. It, that's definitely a fact. Um, I do enjoy when authors actually narrate their own yeah, books. I tell you, whose audio book I did enjoy, and I made it all the way through top to bottom. Uh, Kevin Hart. Okay, that was just good. But I know his voice. He did he's his? delivering. Yeah. Okay. And he's delivering his shit. Charlemagne did nope. his own. I, I started Charlemagne's audio, but I couldn't. I had finished with I, the book. I've read the book yeah. already, and I listened to the audio. Yeah. Um, reading it, make it seem more professional. Yeah. Than when I yeah, listened to him, him talking. When he yeah. Said it. Cause he, I heard his accent. His, yeah. His, that you know lisp, all that shit was in there. So when I read it, it seemed like more serious than when yeah. I was listening to him. So. Yeah, I um I finished. I probably listened to the first two chapters of his on the uh, audio book, and then I just bought the book. Um, I've even uh so I ain't bought a second book though. I'm I'm over it. For me, yeah, uh, like I enjoy like reading lyrics and, and raps and shit like that, right? Facts, facts. But I enjoy 
reading the lyrics while I'm listening to the song. Yeah, because it's it's a difference when you hearing it and Man. reading it. So I'm like, I want them this shit the same. Like, I got used to doing that with Bone I'm back like, in the day. I want them this shit the same with like an audio book because yeah. I got both. Mm, like, it, but it hits you different. I get you, and it does. I don't know mm. what it is about the information being received by reading and auditorially. And I don't even know if that's a word, but no, nah, we it. working it, nigga. Vocab. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know what though? It kind of makes sense because, like, you think back into younger school days, grade school. Um, sit around class let me read this book yeah. and whether you had the book in front of you or not them reading it to you and you following along read out loud yeah yeah those moments man i remember uh we used to have i had one teacher we sat in a circle she would start reading but then she would pick somebody to continue reading yeah, and then yeah. just kind of like point it out everybody stay engaged and you got to know where you at i make people do that every day at work we man. had these meetings and i'm like look i'm not about to read all this shit every yeah day. yeah <laughs> jump in yeah right. So yeah, man. I um my girl reads audiobooks. She into that. Um, I just I don't know. I I like the book. Give me the physical. But but if you are writing a book, yeah, and you do want to do an audio book, there's this place called Shout Talk Podcast Studios where you can come in and record that audio book, and I get you taken care of. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Get in here with my man Jay. Um, come get them prices. Best prices in town on the studio. Stop going to them white people. Facts. Uh, but uh, let's get into it, man. Yo, G, they can't stop me from rapping, can they? Can they hop? I spit it through the wire, man. There's too much stuff on my heart right now, man. I gladly risk it all right now. It's a life or death situation, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't really understand how I feel right now, man. It's your boy Kanye Titter. Shot down, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to This Week in Culture, episode 70. I'm your host, Antwood, a.k.a. Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. Cash Brownskin Daddy. And I got my nigga with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, uh, one half of the culture, one half of everything. What's popping? Man, um, I played that song because, like, seven people hit me and said, that's how Blanca talked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I laughed at that shit all day yesterday. Yeah, she and, and it was funny because when I rewatched that, I rewatched like half. I I couldn't deal with this whole episode again. I did it twice. Um, I rewatched like half, but About on the rewatch, when she started talking, she said, "Mr. St. Patrick," and I just started laughing, thinking about Kanye. Man, I was Tommy, like, "What if her jaw broke?" Tommy, what if, if her jaw know, broke? If you know who killed Keisha, don't go do it by yourself. Like, yeah, she might be. I I don't and she. She don't talk like that at all the in real life. Which are the worst. She was on the uh the little after shit or whatever. She don't talk like that. Never that ain't even her real voice, man. Anyway, uh, welcome back. This week in culture, we review episode nine of season six of Power. Um, before we get into it, man, thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to everybody that rock with us. Thank you to uh, everybody that supports us, texts us, screenshots us, tags us, whatever y'all do, man. Uh, everybody that's spreading the word. You know, word of mouth has been huge with the pod, man. So keep telling your friends to tell a friend. All the people out there who watch these shows and these movies that we review, man, keep spreading that love. Uh, we appreciate y'all. We fuck with y'all. Now, uh, before we get into any silly shit, rest in peace to John Conyers, man. Uh, man. The legend. Yeah, man. The legend. Like, I've, like I'm like i not 
all that personally connected to yeah. politics. Yeah, yeah. Like I am about. I mean, as an average person, but like I. F- so um, years ago, John Conyers actually gave my brother a key to the city. Wow. Um, wow. This was early nineties. Um, yeah, early nineties. We was walking home from school one day, yeah. and uh, it was a house on fire, and mm. there were some kids in there, and my brother and a couple other uh, folks ran up in there and got the kids out. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, I always think about wondering where them kids at today. Damn. But that's re- that's deep though. Yeah. Man. But um, but it was a whole little ceremony, and like yeah. John Conyers like gave him the key to the city. That's and, like I remember meeting him and like taking pictures and shaking yeah. his hand. And I mean, I'm a kid. You know what I'm saying? And just looking up, I'm like, oh, this is John Conyers. And that name always stood out for me. Yeah. And I was to see him around. And, like, it was like a personal connection. Yeah. He was down at the city county building or a culminate young building. Yeah, it yeah. was like a thing. And I always felt, like, connected yeah. to John And And um, anybody in the city of Detroit that has had any moments where they had to get involved politically or where they, you know, were kind of in that setting like you yeah. uh, you were with your brother, um. John Conyers was accessible. He wasn't at for him to be. They they say he's the only man to ever shake Martin Luther King's hand and President Barack Obama's hand. <laughs> like, um, and for him to be as or Jim Brown could have did it too. Jim Brown, I don't know. Jim Brown, <laughs> way that nigga be talking, he might have called yeah. Barack a Uncle Tom ass nigga or some shit. I don't oh, know, yeah, man. Well, yeah. I'm thinking of, of Trump, my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jim Brown, the only nigga shook Martin Luther King and, <laughs> and Trump, Trump hands. Like, for real, for real. <laughs> he hugged Trump, nigga. I seen it, nigga. He said, James. Um, <laughs> but no, nah, man, John Conyers was, he was an accessible politician, man. He wasn't just a congressman. He was a uh, native Detroiter, native son of the city. Um, he was a part of so much legislature we can't begin to uh to name that he was also a korean war vet man he did his part for this country not just politically but he also stood on the uh on the battlefield for us man and uh rest in peace man 90 years old he left his mark on the city for sure he left his mark on the world for sure man and uh folks around the city gonna miss him man all the lawmakers all the legislature uh they are gonna miss him for sure uh rest in peace john conyers man now got serious shit out the way uh, None of that shit out the way Steve Harvey voice Let's get to this episode real quick Um, Just our general feelings before, cause we, You know what, we got a Blackberry letter And it just came in, it was late in the day Shout out to, uh, to whoever sent this Make sure y'all send those Blackberry letters To thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com uh, Just keep sending them man Me and Jay wanna give y'all some of the best worst advice ever and uh, you got that Aaliyah pulled up, bro. Oh, no, I didn't even. Get that Aaliyah together real quick. I'm going to pull this Blackberry letter up, man. Thank you to Shorty that sent this in, though. We really appreciate it. Um, I took a look at it, but this is pretty much going to be read live on air, unseen, so... Jay, turn that up. Up some more. Up some more. Oh shit. Up a little bit more. Alright. So this week's Blackberry letter comes from one of the homies in Detroit. Right here. Hometown homie, man. Hey guys. I have a good I have a guy friend 
who I've been cool with for a few years now. We met at work and stayed in touch after we both left that company. Nothing has ever happened between us, and he's always been a gentleman. He pays when we hang out, he picks me up, we text and talk, but it's always been friendly. Recently, and I mean like over the weekend at a Halloween party recently, (laughs) he drunkenly admitted to having feelings for me. He got out of a long-term relationship earlier this year, so I don't know if this is a feeling related to that or if he's always like me. I told him he was just drunk and to sleep it off, but now it's awkward. Parentheses, haven't heard from him since the party. I'm just going to say he's not my type, and I don't see us going there. And she got there in quotes. So my question is, <laughs> when you've decided to friend zone someone, do you tell them? And if so, how do you tell them? Please be specific because I don't want to lose my friend, but I can't have him trying to like me every time we hang out now that he let the cat out the bag. Love the podcast. Thanks. <laughs> so she basically just told us to do our dirty work. <laughs> hey, this is sit on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what that'll do. Oh, uh, man. Hold up, fam. Oh, shit. I, uh, I cracked it already. No, when y'all hear that can crack, that mean your man back. Um, <laughs> Shit. She just put us in an awkward position because I don't want to tell her how. I mean, and then she go do that. You know, we about to put a brother in the line of fire. I mean, it is what it is. I don't want to help her put that nigga in the zone. I understand. Get in the zone. We got a bigger responsibility. Fucking auto zone. All right, man. Look. But so, nigga, this Saturday was the party. Today's only Monday. Yeah. And she wrote this shit at 3.30. We got this. It's only been one day in between. It's not awkward yet. She ain't heard from him, though. Unless y'all talk It sounds like they might maybe text or some shit every day and she ain't heard nothing from him since Saturday. He probably feeling some way if he told her and she told a nigga to sleep it off. <laughs> Bitch, don't tell me to sleep nothing. <laughs> I love, I love like, fuck you, dog. Don't tell me to sleep shit off. <laughs> I love nigga. he could hate you right now. <laughs> Bitch, I'm woke. Sleep it up. Man, he woke woke. <laughs> like, I didn't see you get a <laughs> What? Sleep it That off. nigga probably sobered up quick as shit. Like, wait a minute, bitch. Sleep. Wait a minute. Sleep? <laughs> like, no. I am drunk, man. Oh, man. Uh, all right. So her question was, let's let's tackle the first one. Uh-huh. When you decided to put someone in the friend zone, do you tell them? I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna go off me being in the friend zone, like me being a guy. Yeah, I've never had a woman tell me I was in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was never a direct conversation. Like, look, I'm gonna put you here. And that's where you gonna stay. Yeah, and don't try to come up out of there. No, <laughs> no chick has ever said that. I probably would be like. Because uh, the nigga ain't gonna, I'm not cool with you if you tell me that. Yeah. What what women do, they just put you there. And as the dude, you have to be able to decipher that you in the zone, nigga. Or vice versa. Yeah. So, I, have I you ever put a chick in a friend zone? It's a whole bunch of them. I mean, it's Man. a bunch of them there now. Mm-hmm. Not that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But not it's that like, you wouldn't skeet off in their face. You never know. It's <laughs> an emergency. Yeah. Break this glass just in yeah. case. But red button. But you don't be like, hey, hey, sweetheart, uh, we just gonna hang out, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. like I'm never gonna like that's just not how it is. Sometimes you just be, you know, you cool. Gotta be like You nah, kinda man. feel like, oh damn, I think she probably do want yeah. she probably want the dick. But Yeah, I can't even swing it to you. Yeah. So you know what though, as a guy, I or I ain't even gonna speak for guys, I'm gonna just speak for me. Uh I feel like it's two reasons why I have put women in the friend zone. I either wasn't attracted to them mm-hmm. 
and I wasn't gonna say that. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, bitch, you was smooth for. Her. I'm never gonna tell you that. I ain't a rude nigga. That'd be that'd, that'd be yeah, hard. yeah. Like, mm, come on, for <laughs> relax, for you getting hype. You're not the quite the body. Yeah, mm, and I don't mean that could be any. Yeah, yeah. Like you could be over skinny, nigga. <laughs> don't. I don't want to hurt you. Uh, yeah, you, you might, came through. You might, you might scratch me. Yeah, <laughs> re- relax your back muscle, yeah. fam. But then the other reason I feel like if I if it ain't an attraction thing, uh, I've put women in the friend zone just because I knew if I hit, it's gonna be all they was gonna make it weird. Or cause or like, if I dated, not if I hit, I probably was hitting. But because yeah. like I can know that this is not. I know what you would want. And mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. I, sometimes I'm like, look, you deserve better than than what mm-hmm. I'm able to give you. Like, we cool, we friends, yeah. and I really do care about you. Yeah. But what I'm able to give you, you know, that shit, that's not. And you know what it is? A lot of women, um, when a guy is putting a woman in the friend zone, or I guess that could be vice versa, because we're actually friends, we see different sides of one another, right? I see the real you. You see the real me. I'm yeah. cool around you. I could be vulnerable and all that. So you think I'm not an asshole. But. Yeah. And this uh this was a question that came up on The Walking Dead last week. Uh I'm so tired of that shit. Bro. Uh what's that real smart nigga? Neil deGrasse Tyson? No. Oh. On the on the show. Oh. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the smart <laughs> niggas on earth. Um <laughs> I can't think of his name, but the real smart nigga. I know you're talking about but, yeah. uh fucking uh yeah. yeah. But he was like one of one of the chicks and she was she was like, nigga, we mm-hmm. never gonna be there. This not your kid, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And like, but we just friends. And he was like, Well, really our whole friendship been based upon me thinking one day you was finally going to like me mm. back. And like, that's mm. not really a friendship because I may put up with more shit than I would normally do because thinking, in the back of my yeah. mind is thinking like, well, at one day we, you going to finally realize that you love me mm-hmm. and everything. So sometimes not, not every time, but sometimes you got a question. If our whole friendship has been built on me secretly liking you the whole time, yeah. are we really friends yeah. or do I just really want to be with now, you? That's a fact. That's so. a fact. Um, I remember when I was in college, and shout out to old girl. I hope she's doing well in life. But like, I had a a friend who lived in my same apartment complex, and I knew she had a crush on me. Right, all her friends would tell me that all the time, and I never hollered at her because I was like, she too nice for me. Like when I aunt would in college was a different type of savage, and I was like, she my nigga. I would never fuck with her like that because I'm gonna hurt her feelings, and I know this. I'm gonna give her some dick, and that's gonna be it. So. One day, man, we we was at her, she had a house party at her apartment or whatever, and she was texting me after the party, like, yo, what's good? Yo, where you at? Yo, where And she pressed for like two hours straight. I was hitting her with all the moves. At a certain point, like 3 a.m., I ran out of spin moves, nigga, and I was just like, damn, fuck it, man, pull up. So she came through the crib, knocked her down real quick, did my thing. She was all right. You know what I'm saying? She was all right. It was cool. It was I, mean, I had more John Blaze than that, but it was all right. It was cool. So um, after I shit some of it, because you know I shit none of it. But uh, no, so once we was done, um, I went to the bathroom to clean up or whatever, and I came out the bathroom, and she had like went sound asleep. And I was like, um, scoot, hello. <laughs> Hit it with the Kawhi. <laughs> The Kawhi, Kawhi, uh, Kawhi Litter. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I was like, yo, what it do, baby? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Nigga, and she ain't budge, right? So I'm like shaking her foot a little bit. That motherfucker ain't moved. I jumped in the bed real aggressive. She ain't moved. So I'm like, damn. Gunshots at 3 a.m. and wake him up every time. Fam. Bah, bah, somebody's in here. Nigga, almost threw my computer through the window. <laughs> like, nigga. It's a break. <laughs> like, oh, my God, that nigga coming in. Oh, but, my uh, God. 
like somebody. But uh, so long story short, I didn't want to sleep with her because I was like, damn, she really likes me. If I sit here like we spooning and butt necking and all that, she gonna wake up thinking this is like a thing. You know that be that really be. Huh. So let me so, tell you what I did. This was my resolution. Only thing that I could think to do. I'm, I'm quick on my feet. I slept head to foot mm-hmm. on top of the cover, nigga. I slept butt naked and cold on top of my own cover. I didn't want to get under it because I didn't want our skin to touch. I slept head to foot because I didn't want her to wake up and look at me in my yeah. eye. She woke up and saw a size 13 foot dead in her face. And then soon as she woke up, I popped right up, nigga, and threw my clothes on and said I had to go to work. No, that's a real thing. Yeah. Like, after you smash. I have a phobia or, of that, bro. Or the next morning. Like, yeah. When you that morning after walking them out, like I don't really want to like kiss you and shit yeah. like that. Like, it's, it, I just don't want it to seem a certain yeah. way. Like, cause I, I don't want to lead you on. Yeah. So I proceeded to fake like I went to work. I got in my car. I drove around the corner. I went right back home. Went to sleep. Slept comfortably. Got up under the cover. I was cold as shit. So uh, long story short, that's how I friend zoned at her. Uh, now with this situation, I would be honest. I, I would really be would. honest. Um, I would let him know. Maybe hit him up. You said he ain't talked to you. So clearly. You feeling like he he being a bit awkward, but maybe you are too, nigga. So hit him up, take charge of this shit. You don't want to be uh or like holler at him or whatever. So boss up and be like, yo, you're really my friend. I don't want to ruin that shit. No, fuck. Hey, I get that. I ain't trying to go there. I get that whole listen. I don't want to ruin our friendship. Yeah. But in real life, you just don't want to be with the nigga. Yeah. Like yeah. leave with that if that's yeah. the real the the real. Ca- yeah. I'm not telling you to leave with that, yeah. but like I I want to value our friendship so much, like that you do. But in real life, you know this not what you want. Yeah. So that'll probably be it, the 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 tone in her letters sound like dog ugly. That's what I either ugly or fat. And I mean, yeah, Detroit chicks be liking fat niggas sometimes, so I don't know. And ugly niggas but, they got the bag. Oh yeah, ugly niggas with the bag get all the pussy. Like and if you famous that's what, and ugly. Then you just automatically oh, man. not you ugly good. no more. Yeah, you good. And low key, if you be seeing some niggas be failing, I'm like, you know if this nigga was from the anyway. I don't know who dog is she talking about, I don't think. But if he ugly or not, all he need is a buff and a charger. Like buffs and a charger and he good. Full beard. For, oh my god, nigga. You Full oh beard my and, a, and a tiger fitted. Nigga. Oh my god, nigga. And some white <laughs> some white buffies, nigga. Off the tiger fitted? Fam, he'll get way more pussy. He'll be over you in a week, man. So yeah, um, I don't know. Just be honest with dog. Don't lie to him. Don't lead him on. Don't hit him with the like with the hopeful combo where it's like, well, you know, maybe we could give it a shot. But if it doesn't work, I just want to be. No, nah, don't tell him straight up. You ain't feeling him. But and look, you just want to be friends. You should probably be proactive. Like, hey, uh, I know we ain't talked since the other night. Since you told me you like me. You know what I'm saying? Hey. And uh, and apologize for telling that nigga to sleep it off. That's some whole ass shit. Man. So. Be like, you look, because he probably being awkward because of how she responded. Like, like damn, you kind of hold me. Like, damn, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I come at you like, yo, I think I'm in love with you. Nigga, sleep that off, your drunk ass. Uh, you need to sleep that off. Man. Yeah, so apologize for that and just let that nigga know he the homie, but you ain't feeling him like that, man. Now, and, granted, and that's I that. I done dated a few friends that, I mean, ultimately I'm not with now. Yeah. And like. So shit don't work. And we just went back to being friends. And <laughs> yeah. Shit. Like, that be the be, coolest homies, y'all. Like, if you could fuck with a friend and then it don't work out and y'all can go back to being friends. Then sometimes I be thinking, like, males and females can be just friends after the the sexual tension has yeah. been released. You gotta. Uh, once, the, once that's been, like, released, yeah. 
And then like, oh, y'all, you know. You got to join the fuck fest. And then y'all can be friends. <laughs> Everybody go join the fuck fest real quick. I mean, whatever and that then release, be friends. Whatever yeah. that release is. It's yeah. not no. whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like, it just it shit just. Jay said, like, if you want to be his friend, he got to bust in your face. <laughs> he got to bust in your face. <laughs> that nigga not, said, if you trying to be my best friend, nigga. <laughs> that's not my quote. <laughs> that's not my quote. <laughs> that nigga said, I'm, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> my nigga said, look, if you, hey, I know you my let friend. Let me read this shit again, though. Yeah, man. Oh, and then she had a part two on there. Uh, let me just make sure we cover both questions. So if you tell them, how do you tell them? Again, just be honest. Don't say, nigga, hey, I'm putting you in the friend zone. Don't be that fucking weird about it. Because it seemed like you decided he was going to be in the friend zone a long Regardless. Time yeah, yeah. It's um, She might think the nigga gay. I put like this. I don't you, know. You people in general, male mm-hmm, and female, mm-hmm. like you know when a nigga like you though. Yeah, that's a fact. And like we be playing like, oh no, we just, like you know when one person like the other person, and like we ignore that shit, and then when shit bubble up, yeah, aka stalker girl that was followed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? like hey. I saw that shit coming and I tried to squirm yeah. early because I seen it coming, but. One of one of my old podcast stalkers hit me like, I know I haven't been commenting a lot recently, but to be honest, I can't listen to y'all's show because I just don't want to hear your voice right now. And I was like, bitch, I've never met you in my life. You've never heard my voice. You've only heard well, my voice. Yeah, <laughs> like fam, I will send the police to your house. You, if she saw this episode of Power, when Ghost sent the feds through, bitch, I am Ghost. I'll send the motherfucking cops to your goddamn door and you stay the fuck out of my life, Tasha. The fuck? That shit is getting really good. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Yo, I find myself just screaming, fuck, for no reason. <laughs> like, so listen, uh, I would be honest, I'd probably reach out to him. I'm like, hey, I know we ain't talked since such and such. I did want to, I did yeah, want to, yeah. I want to discuss it. Yeah, let me address that. That's major. Because whatever you was feeling, drunk mom And that liquid so courage got to him. Yeah. And like those feelings are valid. Whether those, yeah. that's going to be the it's actually going to actualize into something. Your yeah. feelings are valid, and I appreciate that. Or even if I'm flat or whatever, I don't see us, our relationship going that way. I will prefer us to stay the way we were. I can respect you. I mean, if that's not something that you see able to be done, I respect that. And if so, you know, you need a little bit of time. You know, yeah. take your time. But, like, I will and be honest because at the end of the day, y'all are friends. So I will be honest and be with my friend. And why that's a respectful approach, man, is because she said clearly that nigga's been a gentleman. Like, he's never tried nothing. This ain't a, oh, he been trying to, he been flirting forever. Like, no, nah, you knew him a few years. He never came at you like that. And he had a girl. Like, that nigga really was being your friend. But now that he out of that, the nigga, you know, he. Now, granted, he, if he a gentleman this whole time and had a girl. You ain't ever think like, why we going out? Yeah, why we hanging in? Yeah, why he got a girl? Yeah, not saying he was cheating. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, there was an attraction yeah. for me to even run that risk. I might get seen with you, like you know, right? Yeah, that nigga, like I don't care, nigga. <laughs> that bitch so <laughs> fine, dog. I just just Eminem line. If I get caught cheating, then I'm stuck with you. Yeah. So like, if I ever if yeah. if I was a white man, because you know, yeah, black man don't, don't cheat. cheat. No, never that. Yeah. He was like, if I get stuck, if I get caught cheating, I'm stuck with you. He was okay with that. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I respect him for waiting until he broke up with his old shorty to shoot his shot. I respect him for doing it at the Halloween party. Maybe they had a couple drinks. She might have had on some sensual. You know how chicks like to get down on the Halloween costume. Not granted. She might have had the fishnet joint on. 
I did a, uh, you know, I be taking pictures and shit. Yeah. I, I took, I had a photo gig at a Halloween party this, uh, this Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was some nice looking young ladies in there. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wonder if she was at the same party. I was the only nigga with no costume. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> with the big ass camera and shit. Oh shit. Uh, and right on air. Uh-oh. The homie. The Hold one up. from the Blackberry Letter, homie? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Uh, oh. The new sponsor of the Blackberry oh. Letter just sent that through. Hold on. Let me uh, let me hit him back. Got it. You got the right up. So, look, this is happening live, but just know that. Uh, yeah, we probably going to edit this shit in already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. Nigga, it I don't, don't fucking matter. <laughs> I'll end it right here, nigga. <laughs> Yo, man. So, look. Be honest, be truthful, don't lie to that nigga, and just be cool, man. Don't be a jerk about this shit. And respect if he don't want to be friends with you no more. And this week's Blackberry Letter is brought to you by the Black-Owned Directory, specializing in connecting consumers with Black-Owned products, services, and ideas. Black-Owned businesses can create a free profile on BlackOwnedDirectory.com, and consumers can find Black-Owned businesses throughout the country. Follow Black-Owned Directory on Instagram to connect with great businesses and to also have your business featured. That's Black-Owned Directory on Instagram. And because that was supposed to be the intro to the letter, he also sent the outro. So that was our Blackberry letter brought to you by the Black-Owned Directory. Visit BlackOwnedDirectory.com and follow on Instagram at Black-Owned Directory. All right. If y'all can't tell, me and Jay coming up. Sponsors, nigga. Yeah, I got another one. I'm going to add it in later, though. Bet that up. Bet that up. Um, And all right, man, so let's let's talk power for a minute before we get into the app details, as we always do, just to show our lack of bias. We give our rating right up front before we talk about it. What you gave this episode, bro? Five. I gave this shit a hot four, nigga. <laughs> a hot four, nigga. I've been generous with the five. This one of the worst episodes of this entire season, and that's saying something. It's just ain't been the greatest season. But they were on a momentum swing. That pendulum had gone crazy to the right. And boy, these niggas went left this week, dog. I tell you what. Uh, yeah. After the Halloween party I shot, it was pretty late when I got home. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna watch Power tonight because it's been leading up. I, I want to. We didn't took a week off. I'm about to watch some fire. Keisha yeah. got caught a dome shot. Yeah. Like we about to see what's we going back. on. Then the shit started with Tommy's eyes. I'm like Tommy Ooh, is in his murder he in that bag. murder zone, nigga. Ooh, nah. Next thing you know, we had a light skin nigga house. Off top, let me let me let me go right to where you was at. So. The momentum, right, that had built up, the snowball effect that had built up from Keisha being murdered, Tommy walking in with that emotional scene, he dropped to his knees, dropped the ring, cash in the car with the flowers. Well, I want to see my mom, like all that shit. Then we had a week off. Why would you do that? And that week off was like, it was random and completely unnecessary, my opinion, your opinion, but... That week off added to the effect, right? Because now I'm like, oh, I'm really... I ain't going to lie. Last weekend, I missed Power, even though we had probably one of my favorite podcasts. That was like a really good pod that we had on there last week because we just kind of did a normal yeah. nigga pod. Um, 
So we had a great pod come out of their absence, but shout out to y'all for fucking with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody for that. We got a lot of great feedback off that. Um, but I really was like, damn, I kind of missed power last week. Like I was really anticipating it, right? And that's also because three episodes straight, them niggas went seven, seven and a half, eight in my scorebook. Like I thought they was really headed in the right direction. And then, like you said, the episode started. We dead in Tommy Face. He in the car. It's the next morning. I'm like, whoo, somebody finna die, nigga. Um, and nobody died. And we get Jackson Avery. We went to fucking uh, Gray's Hospital. <clears throat> no, let me. Bitch. Let me let me explain, bitch. How irritated I am that he's even in the, on the show. I we said it before when it got announced last week. First of all, why would they announce that during the off week? Like, bitch, just let me see that. I had a feeling that this shit was getting when they did that. I'm like, oh, they about to whack this shit. I'm like, Fam. y'all about to whack this shit. Fam. This nigga, yo, I, I can't believe Keisha going, yo. Hold up, did you peep his stance though? <laughs> that nigga was standing like Tukey Williams in that picture and shit. Nigga. I got all of his lines here, yeah. by the way. Yeah. All of them had a, every single sentence had a slang terminology. Oh, no, of course. I can't believe Keisha gone, yo. Facts. Good looks on bringing me cash, though. I appreciate you. So what? We got any idea who did this shit or what? <laughs> well, if you need anything, hit me. <laughs> I shit go down you know where I'm at then that nigga ended that shit like one (laughs) (laughs) nigga what fam and then they did and then we never saw him again and then they did a a a slow fade in or fade out on his tattoos and shit all up in that nigga neck and bone like fam what are you what is this first of all that nigga Shout out to uh, to the homie French. Cats she said this shit best. What? She said, nigga, you got this thug ass persona. You the felon. You just got out and all that shit. But you live in a hipster apartment. Nigga, that shit is in Midtown. You got a loft? I don't know a lot of thug niggas with a loft. Like, Well, you got the bag. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. Um, first of all, let's, let's rewind. Before we even get into how bad of an opening scene that was coming off of such a great closing scene nigga when cash gonna wake up cash ain't had no daddy around when he was growing up that's why he's sleeping he don't give a fuck nigga that nigga was sleep through this whole time he had to carry that nigga in the door that nigga 12 Damn. <laughs> nigga the 8th grade or some shit like <laughs> nigga getting on the high school bus talking about I'm sleep nigga get your bitch ass up man. do cash even know his mama dead I mean we never saw that conversation has he ever even met his daddy like, what the fuck is going on here? What the hell is going on between the sheets and I don't even know Jackson, Jackson Avery home. Avery. You know uh, Jackson come from money, though. Fam, you know what, I'm what the fuck was this addition, dog? Now, we said it. We've said it. We've said it ad nauseum. Power will introduce a motherfucking character for no reason out of nowhere that has nothing, because Jackson, everyone's the only nigga that's on this season that we'll probably never see again, and he had no purpose. Because we're going to talk about Q. We're going to talk about Q. So listen, dog. <laughs> we took a week break to come back with two episodes. Yep. One of which was horrible. They just put so much pressure on next week, dog, for nothing. And then we're going to, so these next five episodes after this? Yeah. In January? Yeah. Like, what are we supposed to expect from that shit? Now I have no idea. I'm officially lost with the direction that I think the show is going. When did this shit turn into a soap opera? 
a long time ago. Season four. Season three, really. But like, it's, it's shot as a soap yeah. opera. The yeah. acting is as horrible as a soap yeah. opera. And there's music playing it's campy, in the cinema. bro. It's a campy show, bro. It didn't used to be music playing during no. the scenes. It used to be Fam, silence. Them little looks that they be having with Tommy, Tasha, and Ghost, like where they do their eyes, like they really concerned. Like, dun, 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 dun. like fam, say the dun-tuns for SVU, bro. Listen, man, I know we got some power listeners out there who really fuck with this show, man. And they was on us like, you know, why y'all be so harsh? And then the last three weeks, like, we've been giving them credit. I didn't turn the corner. I've been trying to convince niggas, like, listen, you got to watch it differently. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was on that road, but guess your boys is back, fam. Fam. Because this shit was trash, bro. No, this shit was a trash-ass episode. This was one of the worst episodes of this season. Like, I'm top three did or live. This man. was the worst episode I've ever seen Ghost act. Oh my god, that nigga. That fight scene, bro. And wait, who coordinated that shit? So I used to coordinate fight scenes. I'm gonna throw that in there real quick. Uh I mentioned on this podcast that go I had find, go find Ant uh yeah. original YouTube channel. Go <laughs> go find my Ferndale Public Access Television uh karate show that I starred in, but also coordinated the fight scene. Fam, this is one of the worst coordinated scenes I've ever seen in my fucking life, dog. I was watching that shit like they not serious. I'm kind of upset that I watched this episode twice. I couldn't get through it the second time, bro. Because when I watched it the, the second time, I picked up so much uh, inconsistencies mm-hmm. uh, that I'm like, wow. Hey, so uh, let's let's get into a little bit more. So when Tommy Lee there, he go get back in the car. And as he's approaching his car, Blanca walks up. Now, are we to believe that Blanca was headed to Cash Daddy? How, like, Blanca, why are you here? Where was he at? Where was that at? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, where exactly was that at? Because yeah. It was a dead-end street, wherever Fam. it was at. But, like, literally, because it was dead-end. Yeah. Like, where where, where were you at, Tommy? Was like, that Cash House? Because she was asking where Cash at. Like, nigga, you asked yeah. daddy. Like, where was this at? Uh, fam, I was so confused. I was I was just so confused. Because I'm like, yo, was she following Tommy or was she going to Cash's daddy house to say Lakeisha Grant got killed? Like, what was your purpose in the neighborhood? If you was following Tommy... Why was you following Tommy? And, and and we don't know where that was. So you know, all right, all right. Let's let's talk about this because I'm. My dad used to tell me this a lot, man. Don't bring me a problem without a solution. Um. So my solution to this scene starts before we even get to Tommy in the car and pulling up and going in there and having that convo with Cash Dad. My solution to this scene and probably where I would have felt happy. You have to wrap up Keisha's death. Y'all shot her in the head. Tommy was on the ground. And then we don't know what happened between then and now. It's the next morning. And y'all ain't give me nothing. We don't even get the scene where the police is there and they wrapping up the body type shit and talking like we got to go find find out yeah. where Egan's at. Or, you know Fam, what I'm saying? We, don't... we got that for Maria Suarez. We got it for uh, Proctor. We got it for everybody who's died. Every fucking Law & Order show ever. Fam. That's what you do. So... When uh when Blanca goes up to Tommy and they're talking, she asked him, she was like, oh, what are you up to? Uh, committing crime, murder, murdering your girlfriend, selling drugs, racketeering. And he like, uh, no, like I was I know Keisha's dead. I found her body. And she was like, well, why didn't you call it in? So who called in? How the fuck do you all know Keisha was in there dead? Like, how did the cops find her? Blanca, how do you know that this next morning? If Tommy didn't call in, and y'all just told me, oh, they went to go in. pick her up. 
Mm. They went. They were supposed to go pick her Show up. Show me shit. that though. You know, what I'm like saying? I, we need to see that. You know who was the best actor in this movie? In this, in this episode, to me, this Ooh. was the best acting Tommy has did. This no, Tommy Kiltis. This one line. Yeah. I tell you what, genius. Yeah, do your fucking, do your fucking job. job. Find your answer. <laughs> like I really felt him there. Yeah, no, like, he, I felt like that he was, was in like, his bag. He was irritated, like nigga. I'm the bad guy. You the police, and you asked me to help, nigga. Hey, fucking, yeah, hey, genius. Like, do your so fucking job. So if you didn't job. kill Lakeisha Grant, who did? Bitch. Hey, fucking. Hey, you you figured out, nigga. <laughs> the fuck? And uh, no, no, you you right on that. We get Tommy a lot of shit for his acting, but uh, he got a leg. He got way too pause. He got way too much head movement. Like, yeah, yeah. He yeah. always got the little. Yeah. Comes with Christmas on yet, but this yeah, one, this episode I felt like he captured the emotion, and that line was strong. Like, yeah. and it was funny. Like, he delivered it great, and I felt them like, hey. nigga, that's that's what the normal like, bitch. I'm kind of insulted for all the murders I've committed. You coming at me about the one that I did about my girl? Like, and that nigga told her like, yo, uh, she was like, well, where were you last night, bitch? I was at the mall getting the engagement ring with like, her son. Check the camera, like, and she like, we will. Well, bitch, why you ain't do it for you rolled up? And then, like, you don't got to listen. Uh, I'm sure they were like, you break up with somebody, or you, then they were like, well, look, with your next girlfriend, bitch, don't tell me about my next girlfriend. <laughs> what your next relationship? Maybe, bitch, shut the fuck up, okay? Yeah. This motherfucker talking about, okay, well, since you didn't kill him, well, maybe you should just let us do it. Like, bitch, don't tell yeah. me what to do. Don't go after them, Tommy. Who the fuck is you giving me advice? You let us do it, Tommy. <laughs> the fuck on. Bitch, you don't even have no leads. Like, you here after me. Clearly, you don't know what who killed who. Blanca, yeah. Yeah. give me, in these last two seasons that you've been in, what yeah. have you solved? She don't know it, but she solved Ray Ray murder. What I'm saying is, you have not. <laughs> That's produced, it. Yeah. No one on this entire show has produced an arrest of something. Now, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Blanca this. She the only one working to solve shit. But she from, ain't did it from Tommy's point of from view. From Tommy's perspective, yeah. Nigga, y'all been chasing us for six years, nigga. Fam. I don't trust y'all. Power get... time. Six weeks. <laughs> Power time. Um. Stop. Power time. Uh. Six weeks. But no, nah, I'm with you, bro. Like she really did. She came off like an ass in that scene. Like, fam, you got the wrong nigga, and you just consider how Tommy feel, which is wild because he's a serial killer. But consider how he feel, fam. I just found my girlfriend who I was about to propose to with her head bust in the middle of the home that I just bought for me, her, and her son. Now I'm at her son's dad crib dropping him off. And then I, another scene that I feel like uh, Joseph Sakura and Tommy delivered well when Cash's dad was like, yo, Tommy, is Cash going to see you again? Nigga said, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I don't know. Because what I'm ready to do right now, I might go out here and I might don't make it. Nigga. Yeah, because he was like, because that's basically, because yeah. he was like, whoever did this shit, I'm going to find yeah. out. And he was like, is Cash coming to see you again or, or what? He was like, I got no idea. Because he, nigga, I might die going to do what I'm ready to do. Because I'm going after a kingpin who I think killed my girl, yo ex. That's like the ultimate, like, stepdaddy. Like, you avenging her death and teaming up with the dad, yeah. nigga. Woo! That's some stepdaddy trophy shit, nigga. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. But Blanca looked like an asshole in the scene, man. And I felt like she also looked real saxish. Like, you just kind of jump in the gun. I can't believe Keisha did, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, um, 
I kind of all right. I hate to. I just wanted to. I just wanted the loop. Like it felt like that was um the the intro the intro to uh phone taps. <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> What's the dilly? <laughs> um, hold on, dog. Play that shit while I look this up because I have to figure out if Jesse Williams is gonna be back on here. So I'm going to his IMDb. I mean, they 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 got to though, right? But no, that's the thing. They don't. And we're gonna talk about it when we talk about Q. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the coldest ways to start a song yeah, ever, nigga. It really is. Yo, this Esco, who this? <laughs> Yo, what's up? This Jackson Avery, who this? <laughs> <laughs> what's the deli? This Tommy just rolled down from Philly, got cash with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. All right, why can't uh We uh, took Keisha to uh, Grace Law Memorial. You know what I'm saying? And we gonna have uh, McDreamy come back. Like, come on, dog. What is Jackson Avery doing there? He doing plastic surgery to fix the bullet hole in Keisha's head? I just like, realized that nigga McDreamy was the dad in Euphoria. My man dad. Mm-hmm. I just, it clicked to me. I was talking to somebody about Euphoria the other day. And when I, uh, we was discussing something, and she called that nigga that. And it just clicked right yeah. in the combo. I was like, oh, shit. And ain't that the nigga from Nip Tuck? Yep. Uh, no, that's no, the other no. Name. That ain't him. That ain't him. That he ain't the him. other yeah. white, strong looking old nigga in the yeah. face. Like, yeah, hell of them, hell of them, fam. Where the fuck is Jesse Williams on this IMDb, bro? Like he got. I mean, they did. They like media did a a thing about it. Like he has to be in the episode somehow. No, I I really don't think he is. I mean, again, we finna confirm it because I'm about to find this shit, but. Uh, well, I mean, I, we did have Kendrick in for an episode and never appeared. And never seen him again. And, fam, there have been so many characters on this shit. I just scrolled past Q in that whole ass two episodes. Like, he got to come back, though, right? Nope. Two episodes, fam. And it said episode, like, three and nine. Like, that but, was it. But on IMDb, they usually do it by years, though, right? Cause that could so be maybe be back in 2020. Yeah, maybe in 2020. Mm, nope. Cause somebody, I literally, as we're saying that, I'm looking at somebody who's gonna be on here in 2020. Elvin from the Cosby Show, Jeffrey Owens. <laughs> you remember when he was working yeah, after? Yeah. It? Shout out to Elvin. Though. And and I remember them saying he got he got hired uh, after people was trying to clown him for working a regular job and shit. So. Yep, <laughs> just found it. Jesse Williams, Kadeem, one episode. Why, dog? We will never see that nigga again. Why? There couldn't have been less purpose, dog. Why, fam? Yo, as as the great philosopher DMX said, ain't no purpose, dog. Ain't no purpose. It's no purpose, fam. They brought Jesse Williams in there for one episode, and that was it. Shout out to Elvin for getting on in 2020, though. He got two episodes. All right, man. And yeah, that's that's really fucking. That let me further know that they was just on bullshit let this episode, me bro. Further, further know. know. So uh, while Blanca and Tommy over there talking in front of his nice look, Tommy keep a nice old school boy. I'm gonna tell you that that shit was nice. Ghost is looking at a building. Now remember he he vaguely mentioned right before him and Tommy went in the Saks crib last week or last episode, he was like, "Yo, I think I found a place to do that with Jason, like an office space, nigga. I'm a I'm a look into it. I'm gonna give you the word on what to do." 
And so we see in the continuation of that, um, he's looking at a building and apparently he's going to play it like it's for the QCP. Yeah. Since the Queen's Child Project has been shut down and all the government funding has been taken away, Ghost is going to buy his own building. But what he's really buying it for is not the QCP. He's buying it to kill Jason in. I feel like this is a bit of an elaborate plan to set a nigga up. Like, I don't, if I need to buy a building to kill you, I probably just ain't going to kill you, fam. But it can still work in both ways, though. Man. I might still need this bitch for the QCP. He might, but nigga, to start your building with a murder? But I actually don't need to actually buy it. Cause that he was just the, needed the access. To I it. said tomorrow I'm yeah. going to send you. Yeah. A, a and she left him there. It. Yeah. She said, yo, lock up when you're done. She literally told him yeah. that. So she left him there. So like I may not I'm like, yeah, I might send an offer and make that low ball offer. I might not send one like we found something else. And then when I hear that there was a body found in that bitch, I might retract my like, shit. Like, nah, that's okay. Yeah, so he's there, he looking at the office, he planning up with the uh with the realtor or whatever. And then she says, you know, I gotta run. If you're gonna make an offer, send it through tomorrow, whenever, and lock up when you're done. Soon as she leave, I didn't like how the scene was shot. Ramona and I think Lorraine is uh, Tate's yeah. uh, opponent. They just appeared. Like, nigga, they wasn't there. I didn't like that. Like, y'all wasn't I didn't like, there. That was very cartoonish, bro. Like, they wasn't there. Like, I get the whole the, the look they were doing. Like, hey, you, you didn't turn this way enough. Man, they, were, they were not no, there the whole time. I, I didn't like anything about that. But Ramona and Lorraine walk in, and, and they talking to ghosts. And basically, they're presenting him the opportunity to be lieutenant governor running on Lorraine's campaign. He's going to be her running mate. I like Ghost. He was like, hey, what that shit got to do with me? Man, she was like, oh, well, we need some someone who can not only speak to the community, but who's from there and who can be a beacon. Again, what that shit got to do with me? We need a nigga. That's what she was there to say. And, she, and Ghost said it like, so basically what you're telling me is you look for someone to be a black friend. So you can get the black folk. You need a black face. That's what you're telling me. Ramona, why did you bring this white bitch down here? <laughs> <laughs> and they was like, look, man, we want you to be lieutenant governor. First of all, I thought uh, Tate was like done running. I thought that was over. Like that nigga was the last time we saw him. He was sitting in the dark drinking whiskey with his shirt. I mean, he half unbuttoned. And yo, 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 I mean, effectively, your shit is over with. But yeah. he ain't like announced and said, I, I quit. Because, you know, niggas don't ever want to quit. My nigga, you should probably concede at this point. Um, But he didn't. So Ramona's like, yo, we want you to be the campaign uh, lieutenant governor, Willow Rain. Y'all go in together. You be the blackface. Everybody wins, nigga. Here's my thing, yo. Again, as a nigga who's worked in politics before and just who has read, like, a book and went to social studies, you will be vetted. You will be vetted. There's no way on the face of New York's earth that Ghost could become lieutenant governor of New York after one vet, nigga. I mean, he's been charged for murder before. He's been charged for murder. His club has had several shootings, like on big news shootings that shut it down. He was on a trial for capital murder of a federal officer, (laughs) nigga. And granted, you beat it. And it was a trial that you didn't commit that murder. That's the one murder you didn't do. But nigga, you was also involved in a scandalous affair with a federal nigga. You cannot become the governor, bro. Shout out to whoever in the uh, in the group who dropped the list of all the murders. Oh yeah, shout out to the homie. I think that was Shay. I don't. I couldn't. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't that remember. was Shay. Yeah. And uh, 
Fam, Ghost got a quiet 17 bodies. Easy. Like, Easy. Well, 16 he had that six, we watched yeah. and one that happened before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tommy got 17. I just yeah. felt like Tommy had more. Yeah, I thought Tommy was like the runaway. Nigga, shout out to Dre. Dre said, bitch, I got a small, what do you have, 14? Yeah. Now, now, granted, like, not all of ghost murders have been main people. Yeah, yeah. Like, he killed, like, three bodyguards yeah. at one time. Like, yeah. oh, you, are, you got three bodies there and shit. But, like, he got a quiet yeah. 17 bodies. And uh, I'm going to give. Um, well, he definitely got another one this week. Yeah. yeah. Ghost killed all the main people, though. He can end up killing Lobos officially. Yeah. Because Tom, yeah, that he plan kind of went left. Yep. He killed uh Jason. Nigga, he killed all the all the boss Primeras. Uh fucking Drifty. Um Brola. Rola. He killed the original Serbian nigga, Vladimir. Yeah. Um, the only nigga he didn't kill was Ruiz. Tommy got Ruiz. Um because he didn't want Ruiz to yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, that was his man's. So yeah, nah, Ghost got some major bodies. He couldn't get to pink shoes, though. Shout out to Dre, nigga. Dre got on her. But uh yeah, dog. I was very you can't become Lieutenant Governor Ghost. Like, this is my thing. This may end up saving Ghost's life though. So I don't know if it's gonna save him or hurt him. Cause fam, you're this is exposure on a different level, bro. So the next day, when everybody wants to kill him and everything, right? When Tommy wanna kill him, nigga, you can't kill the lieutenant governor. Like huh? when I'm when I get high profile, yeah. Like my we, security different. We are my security yeah. different, and my profile was so high that like they looking at you, nigga. Yeah, we that's got a enough. Fact. You know what I'm saying? So that may that may end up saving him. It could. I'm I'm interested to see where they go with that. I do feel like that's one of them like soap opera shit. pieces of power where it's like you're biting off a bit much. Like that felt, and this is no, we've big Tyler Perry up for the last like 12 weeks. So this ain't a slight to him, but that was a very Tyler Perry-ish twist. Like him possibly running for Lieutenant Governor. Like, wait a minute, bitch. But, but, Don't insult but, me. We do got a celebrity in chief in office. So I did think, I considered that. I did consider that. Um, People have we voted for a, worse. Like what's that congressman from here who shot his, uh, his baby mama car with an AK and shit? Oh shit, dog, light skinned dog. Yeah, so like, yeah. I knew like mad chicks that was fucking him too. Duck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dog was aggressive. Um <laughs> uh but yeah, man, so right after Ramona and uh Lorraine present that opportunity to him, I guess Ghost was just like, you know, whatever, and like cool. Um he didn't really give like a definitive answer. He just was like, hmm. Then they did a little fade yeah. shit. It's like, oh man. When the writers don't, we don't know what to say, so we just gonna fade man. out to another scene. Like, I wish they would have did like a thought bubble with Ghost. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what would happen if I became lieutenant governor of this motherfucking state? Hmm. And then just go into some shit. But uh, right after that, he called Tommy though. So this is the first convo we've seen him have with Tommy since Keisha got killed. Ghost don't know Keisha dead. Ghost has no clue Keisha's dead. He called that nigga Tommy. Tommy, hate, nigga, you there? Nigga? Tommy, quiet as fuck on the other. Tommy, all cryptic and shit. Yes, ghost. And ghost, like, look at the phone, like, nigga, are you there? Shit, fuck, I'm, I'm talking to you on the phone, nigga. You ain't. Tommy, I know you ain't sent me to your motherfucking voicemail. I'm trying to call you to talk about business. Fuck. I'm talk on the phone like we used to do when we was kids. Shit, call me back on the three way. Put a bitch on. That nigga oh, was like, man. look, Tommy. 
I trying to kill shit. Jason Message. Like that nigga said like, his whole look, name. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I've no. They've been doing that for like three episodes straight. I peeped it, and they do it in the description. It say his whole shit. I don't like that. So that nigga was like, "Look, Tommy, did you hide the gun when I asked you to hide the gun when I asked you to hide it?" That nigga was like, "Yes, ghost. All right, well, hurry up. It's about to be so, over. We can stop being all right, friends." Well, look. Tommy, I know you've been mad at me, and I've been mad at you, and we've been trying to kill each other for a lot of seasons, but just know uh, all this shit is about to be over. Nigga was like, you're right, Ghost. It is going to be over. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> all right, are you haunting me, nigga? Are you haunting me? Hey, look, they made a nigga Ghost look at the phone. <laughs> 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 like, what the fuck is Ghost did look down and shit like, is my signal bad with this weak-ass uh, Android BlackBerry service that nigga, I got? Nigga picked that shit up like, Tommy, can you hear me, motherfucker? Damn. <laughs> Trying to talk directly to you, acting like I'm talking to a motherfucking ghost. I'm ghost. Fuck. Okay, brother. It, he was like, I put the gun where you asked me to. Peace, brother. Nigga, all right. Peace, brother. Like, when y'all niggas get all buddy buddy and shit? I, don't, I ain't like that whole. Because if I'm ghost and I'm talking to a nigga I know as close as we've been throughout our lives in recent months has tried to murder me a million times, murdered my girl. And really ain't been feeling none of the moves I've been making. His tone on that call, ghost, nigga, you need a plan B right there, nigga. I'm like, I thought he was going to be like, nigga, is everything okay? Something. So that's where ghosts be fucking up. But ghosts always, it's never like. He, he won't humanize these moments, bro. No, he always got a million things going at the hey. same time. Like, they, he trying to murder somebody. Hey. He just got told he about to be a lieutenant governor. Hey. He got like, it's, it's always something going on where he always in a rush. He like, look, well, tell me, I, it sound like you really fucked up, but I gotta go. I gotta go run for governor and I gotta get my dick sucked by this Ramona bitch. Fam. Fuck. The three times when people came and talked to him, they said, hey, yeah. nigga, not right now. I got some shit going. I got too much shit going on. Every day, it's, it's something else piled on. Which is how piled he raised on. his son. Piled and on. And that's why his son on. hate him. But we also going to get to that invalid hate in a minute, too. But uh, <laughs> So we got off the phone with that nigga ghost, or with Tommy, and then we flipped to uh, Blanca in the car with Dre. Oh, this scene right oh here, boy. Oh, my God. So Blanca got Dre in the whip. Dre has one line this whole season. Man, I wish y'all motherfuckers would stop fucking with me, man. Why y'all always harassing me, man? I'm what? a foul fucking harassment, man. I don't like how Rodney His acts. hair is. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was about his haircut because I don't like his haircut. I don't know if that's, they told him to do this, but he yeah. always, when he's talking, he looks like he's going to cry every he's, time. He gives off a very bitchy. Like, what is this shit about? I don't know. Like, why do y'all want to care? Either you a horrible. Like, why are y'all doing that? You remember I told you. I had gone back and watched season two when Dre was introduced, season two. Fam, every episode season two that had Dre in it, he was fucking thugging, nigga. When he used to talk to Sean, he, he used to over, hold Sean, he nigga. He overacts everything. Fam, I don't he know either, what happened. He either really too aggressive yeah. or really too bitchy. I, I liked aggressive. I, I dug season two, like when Sean was, he was trying to tell Sean like how to kill ghosts and shit. Like, look, nigga. When you shoot that nigga, he gonna be gasping for air and shit. Don't fuck up, nigga. Don't hit a pothole and get pulled over and no shit like that. Don't forget a turn signal. Now this nigga, man, why do y'all keep bothering me, man? I don't know, man. Just listen, man. Tommy, they just be over there, man. They're all these goons, man. They got the drugs in there, man. They got the guns in there. Just leave me alone. So, Blanca asked Dre, who killed Lakeisha Grant? Blanca, how do you even know that Dre know Lakeisha Grant? He ain't fucked with... Tommy never really fucked with Dre off top. 
like from the rip, except for that slight vague first moment when Kanan came back around. That was it. Other than that, Tommy been one of the oftest niggas since season three. So why the fuck would he know anything about Tommy girlfriend getting killed? Like why? Like why do you think? How do you assume that he knows another drug dealer's girlfriend? And this nigga was supposed to be. In, he was in Witsec. Y'all done had a fucking tether on this nigga ankle for a week and a half. How do you know he know anything about Lakeisha death, bro? But that nigga, oh, I don't know. I don't, uh, shit, maybe it's one of his crew. How the fuck did we just jump to the crew? Tommy got a lot of enemies, man. But if it was his crew, I mean, they do whatever you tell them to do. Dre, why are you so snitchy? And how'd you, how'd you end up there? Did she text you? Did she say, hey, meet me on this random street corner? Now, she did say when she took the tether off, hey, Dre, when I call, make sure you answer. She told him that. So I knew she was gonna keep fucking with him. So why you gotta t- why you gotta talk to me face to face, bitch? Talk to me over the phone, like wh- which like, clearly he do because he get in the phone booth and make calls from his cell phone. Like you called me and I just pulled up on a random street corner and got in a car with you. Facts. First of all, if the feds ever call me, I'm never meeting them anywhere. That's not with, the teller off, nigga. You free? How about I'm never going down to the police station? Why is he even still in New York? You are a dead nigga, bro. Fam, you can't get money nowhere else. Fam, nobody likes you here. I'd have been took my daughter. Your haircut is inexplicable, nigga. You don't got a job. You're dusty. We don't like your clothes. (laughs) (laughs) We don't like your hair. You got a mohawk. You're always crying. Like, nigga, you started the season with your shit braided. What happened? What happened? So he tell her, he suggests that Tommy's crew is who killed uh, Lakeisha and she's like, Blanca's like, yo, well, where's Tommy Warehouse? I don't know. He like, mm, I don't fucking know. I, y'all, when they took me there, I had to tell them, so search the location. What the fuck nigga. is that? Te- like, what if I put this back on? Who the, nigga, where your paperwork? Fam, because y'all so off the books right now. I got to sign something. First of all, bitch, I'll go right back down there and tell on you I just did it to sex. Like, fam, I got to sign something. I got to know my, because, you know, if you do this, this happens. If You just don't put some shit on my, my leg and be like, all right, we see you later. Like, that's just not how that shit works. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't like the energy, dog. Like, Dre was too bitchy and too just like, like, nigga, you just going to do everything they say knowing, like, they being illegal, nigga, flex your shit. This nigga just a snitch. Yeah, that's a fact. This nigga he tells every single time. He yeah. tell he tell bad guys. He tell police. <laughs> he tell everything. So they do that. She questioning that nigga Dre. He suggests it was Tommy Crew. And then we go back to Truth, where all meetings are held. Right. I'm shocked Blanca didn't have Dre meet her at Truth. Nigga. Might as well. Yeah. All meetings are held here. So. Ghost is chilling with Jason Misich. Mich- I don't know the nigga last name. They chilling. And Ghost asked that nigga to be a silent partner on the QCP. Say, yo, I'm buying a building. It's legit money. Like, look, Jason, hear me out. Oh, this thing was like, because I don't know how that conversation started. Yeah. Well, he clearly told him he was about to buy it. But first off, why are you meeting with him about buying a building? Fam. Because at this particular point, where yeah. are my drugs? <laughs> Like, at this particular point, you haven't even asked him about him being a partner in it. So why the fuck would he be meeting with you in general about a building? Because he like, like, 
like I don't understand why this ghost. Like I understand the QCP project ain't working, but like, man, you buying a building? You don't buy a building in Queens? Like why? Nigga was like, look, it'll work out for the both of us. And he was like, and nigga, you don't got money like that. Yeah, he did. Hold on, he said, where you gonna come up with that type of cash? He said, look, I'm not. Fuck. Don't call me out like that, Jason. I don't I don't really feel like being talked to like that. What I want you to do, I want you to be my partner in silence. Silent partner, emphasis on silent. And look, once we silent partners, we'll both go half on a QCP. We come up with half to cash, and then that's when you pay me and I pay you and I take you in the building and kill you. <laughs> take you in there and kill you. You got to fucking die, Jason. It's the only way I can get you in the fucking building. Why? All right. So this is just me. This it's is just me. plan, though. I ain't killed a nigga before, but I just feel like you are playing it real close, inquiring about purchasing the building that you plan on killing the nigga in. That's a lot of closeness. Well, I think to the vest. This is what I think is going on. Because I think this is a really good plan. Yeah. And Ghost, for the most part, kind of knows his mark, right? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> he know he got to come at him on some money shit, yeah, some clean got, money shit. Be clean money shit. Yeah. So possibly he was meeting with him. I'm, I'm, I'm working through my own problem. Possibly he was meeting with him about this so that he can get some more clean money so I can give you a check to buy some drugs, possibly. Yeah. But, like, I know what kind of shit you own and you need clean money. So I know for at, at least you're going to want to come and take a look at the building. Yeah. And I only need you to get there to look at it so I can kill you there. Yeah. So And, and that's what uh, Jason told him. Like, look, I'll take a look at it myself. Don't you know you ain't you ain't gotta do too much, nigga. I'm telling you, I never you wanna fuck. Cause then when then when then when when Ghost took out the pen, I'm thinking like, what is you writing? I'm like, you writing him a check? Like, I'm guessing he gave the address. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, well, he cause he took the pen. Yeah, yeah. he was like, okay. Yeah, and he, took, he and he got hype. Like he stood up with it. And, I'm yeah. like, what you what you? I'm like, are you writing him a check for what? Then he said, here's the address. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and they got security so we can't be strapped. Yeah. And Jason was like, nigga, don't tell me how to do my motherfucking business. I'm he was like, like, oh, this is kind of tense. Hey. Ghost was like, well, look, nigga, do what you want to do, nigga. Look, I don't he, give was a fuck. Like, he was like, hey, brother. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to tell you what to do and what not to do. I'm, I'm, let me make that clear. Uh, all I was trying to do was just warn you that security is there and they do check for guns. So if you go in that motherfucker with a gun and they take your gun, don't come at me saying that I didn't warn you. I told you. That nigga, Fuck. That nigga tapped him like, hey, nigga, fix yourself a drink. <laughs> it's on me. He was like, look, this is probably the last thing you're going to drink in your motherfucking life. So go ahead. Get some scotch. Hey, look, this nigga said drinks on me. Nigga, ain't nobody at the bar. It's not, even a, it's not even a bartender. This is the second episode in a row where Ghost just left a motherfucking truth. <laughs> a motherfucker who was trying to not be his friend. First it was Blanca. Now it's Jason, nigga. Ghosts just be leaving niggas in truth at their own shit. Like, yo, have fun, man. Make a drink. Power, y'all need to go to Tyler Perry Studios because y'all running out of places to, to film. Because y'all <laughs> just got the the truth, the truth, and that's in Tasha Apartment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tasha Apartment, so. No, that shit, you remember last week? It's getting week? darker. She don't got no lights. Remember last week and it look, kind of looked like more upscale somehow? Yeah, because of the week, windows, yeah. And then this week that bitch went back to being in the trap again? The windows was foggy this week, nigga. So uh, the next scene we see, we go to Tate, man. Ramona. So Ramona hasn't told Tate that she working for the Lorraine chick and that she got ghosts over there too. So Tate's still under the impression Ramona worked for him and he like, Look, I've severed all ties with St. Patrick. We're not working with him. I feel like I got something on him, and if I'm right, he a whole ass nigga. 
And she like, oh, you got some of my she boo. Like, she like, oh, word, that's crazy. Because at this point, Ramona don't know she in a friend zone. Fam. Because <laughs> Ramona been wanting this day. She, she been, instead of being the gentleman, she been the lady. That was two episodes ago where Ramona told Tate, I have somebody in mind who I kind of like. He ain't liked you yet. Hey, nigga. That nigga has held the dick up. All I know, if this was the if this was the Blackberry letter, this would be Kane on tape getting his ass. <laughs> <laughs> look like he ain't whooping your ass. But look like hey. Ramona is in the friend zone. Yeah, Ramona really definitely know. look like she in the friend zone, and she has not a clue, nigga. But she think like, oh, you got something on my boo, huh? What you got on him? Because I want to go tell that nigga. He was like, look, just let me figure out what it is. Let me make sure it's thick. And it, he's so geek, by the way. Like, yeah. So this had me thinking. And he like, you know, that's why I like you, because you're loyal. <laughs> DJ he was Khaled like, voice. He was like, you smart. You, you loyal. loyal. I appreciate <laughs> you. And then the nigga told her, that's what every man looks for in a woman. Tate, you are not getting this pussy, bro. <laughs> like all. That pussy's so gone, nigga. The magic stick did not work, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Caught itself the magic stick. Like, give me no, like, yeah. That was a 50 shit. Yeah, no, club. 50 absolutely he wrote definitely that line had in there. Uh, make sure you uh, uh, put in the like, Say something about the magic stick. We need 21 questions. Man. Uh, and... Tate, look, man, I I get it. Ramona, fine. Her teeth a little. Her teeth starting to bother me every episode. Um, beautiful, beautiful actress. But I Google Anne Marie Johnson this morning. Hey, shout out to Anne Marie Johnson, man. Uh, in the heat of the night, I'm gonna get you, sucker. In living color. In living color, fucking legend. And uh, also Ramona's mama, cause they them motherfuckers look exactly alike, nigga. And um, Anne Marie Johnson teeth a little bit better than Ramona, so. That's a fact. Ramona, I don't know, some in that top row that's just really, like, peculiar. It's bothering me a little bit. But she just kind of played it, hit Tate with the fake smile and said, all right, well, we'll get rid of James. Like, that's it. And I I felt like that was kind of a whole-ass move. Like, I get it. It's politics. But, like, it's, this just quit. I ain't being fake. It's about who I'm being loyal to. Man. Nah, nah, button bar. Man, nah, that is. That nigga got some bars. I'm going to give him that. That nigga got some bars. Only on relationship songs. <laughs> so real quick, man, back to this governor shit. I just want to point out one more time. Ghost cannot become governor. <laughs> like, imagine that, bro. The last episode of the series of power. If these niggas is in a campaign Listen. and lifting his hand. No, 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 no. The lieutenant governor. No, the governor, she's going to win. He's going to be lieutenant governor, and then, the, 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 then he's going to kill her. And he's going to become he gonna become governor. And then it's going to be like, power. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate betrayal is yeah. him killing uh, Lorraine. Yeah, man. God damn it. Power. Oh, what if they get Kwame on it? I'm saying. <laughs> Kwame going to call from jail. <laughs> like, yo, this Kwame, who this? What's the deli? <laughs> All right, so then what the fuck happened after that shit? Uh, do 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 do. Ghost asked Jason. Tate met with Marana. Oh, that's when ghosts go over to the uh to the daycare. Oh my god! All right, bro. So, look, for everybody who told me a couple weeks ago, like, oh, I feel Tasha, though. Like, I, she don't have no choice. Like, I get it. I understand her position. 
Like she just trying to make sure they her should. son don't die. Well, guess what? Her son finna fucking die. And if he not going to die, he going to fucking jail. Because this is one of the worst drug operations ever run, nigga. So Tasha at the fucking daycare. She in there with Epiphany. Epiphany is handing her cash. Dead in the middle of the daycare. Son, bright as shit. Ghost and Ghost walked in while they was hand-to-handing. Knew what a hand-to-hand was. Checking the fans, radars, and scanning. Oh, that nigga hoe. Um, off top. Ghost peep. Epiphany leaves. Now, nigga, Ghost said... Tasha, what the f- I know you aren't fucking selling. I know dr- you ain't stupid enough to be showing niggas the tape. <laughs> he like, look, I know you're not selling drugs in this motherfucking daycare. Tasha, Tasha, fuck. And she like goes, that ain't even what I'm doing. You just been. Now, granted, I thought it was like kind of a bold assumption for ghosts just because I, I rewound that it's scene a, a couple times. Assumption. No, I'm going to tell you why. Here's why I'm, this is the only reason I'm saying why. Because I rewound that scene a couple times. Epiphany did not hand Tasha a lot of cash. So I looked at it like... But she already know that she got access to drugs because when they got the $4 million, she went and sold the drugs. And yeah. It was, yeah. And it was like, Tommy, did you know mm. she was selling drugs? I just so maybe he yesterday. found out a little bit more about the operation. Because what? what I thought immediately was he was going to see that and maybe brush it off as somebody paying for the daycare. Hell, fuck no. Because she didn't give her, fam, she handed her like $25. No, bro. that was a, 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 fam, it was balled up man. money, bro. It was, that looked like me giving money like to somebody who I don't want to give money to. Like, here, man, fuck. I'm like, go on, dog. Here, it's text a little funky ass 50, man. But uh, I don't know. Ghost, he rightfully so though. Like you, like Tasha, what the fuck? I know you're not funneling drugs through this fucking daycare. Fuck. And she like, oh well, Ghost, you don't get to tell me how to be a mother and blah blah. blah. Like, well, nigga, what you doing here? You know we gotta go down that thing for the school for the kids. <laughs> we, we gotta go to Tariq's uh, school because his teacher wants to sit with us. He wants. He specifically said both of Tariq St. Patrick's parents. So we gotta go down to the school and have a conversation with him. And she was like. Well, look, one of us has to go, but it ain't going to be me. So he was like, <laughs> this nigga went to go. Yo, come on. My dog. favorite. This is my favorite ghost. Every every that episode, nigga, he found a way to say the wildest he shit. He getting his back. That nigga said, so you really go. <laughs> 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 that nigga ghost said, so you really going to choose slinging dope over taking <laughs> care of your son. I'm like, nigga, what? So that's what you're going to do, Tasha. You're going to choose slinging dope over being a mother. She look at the nigga like, nigga, please. Like, she literally said, nigga, please. Nigga, please. Yo, all right, it, it's no secret that I hate Tasha with all my heart and soul. That was the most valid nigga, please, ever heard in my fucking life, bro. I'm going to give her that. Ghost finds a way to do this shit every every episode. He has one of the moments when he does. Tasha, this is your fucking fault. Like, oh, my God. Dog. Like, well, somebody got to be there for their kids. Yeah. Like, nigga, what? And that nigga stormed out. So shout out to a couple of the homies, Erica, that pointed it out when that nigga tried to slam the door, but it was one of them doors that got the suction <laughs> on it. <laughs> that nigga almost broke his goddamn shoulder, nigga. <laughs> oh, man. So, all right, man. Speaking of that little go down to the school shit, bro. Fuck I'm going down here for? Fam, Tariq teacher seemed like he prying. He trying to find he out. He trying to figure out who the fuck sell the dope around this motherfucker. He trying to figure out if Tariq is the one that's selling him the dope. He don't, he don't know that he worked for Tariq. That nigga literally was like, uh, yeah, um, thank you for coming down here. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry my wife couldn't be down here. She's a bitch and I hate her and she had to fucking daycare right now. She didn't want to come be a good parent. She chose singing dope over being a good parent. And that nigga was like, yeah, that's cool and all, but 
your son is a genius, man. He's so good. And, and to juggle all this and his job at the daycare. The nigga give me a pack a week. and uh, Yeah. And like, I mean, he's a really good. The drugs are great. And he works at the daycare. He told me he had glorified ba- glorified babysitter. And I'm like, fam, you've just you being obvious about it right now. Well, and in real life though, um, this was just poor writing. Mm-hmm. Because they had no other way to give you this information. We had no other way to show you to show ghosts that Tasha is connected with Tariq and the baby, whatever that fuck that the, yeah, the yeah. daycare center. There was no yeah. other way. For us to introduce that information. So y'all made a fake meeting yeah. with the teacher. There was no reason for the teacher meeting. Yeah. Like, nigga, it's not, it's not, it's not teacher parent teacher conference. It's a rant. Like, why did you want to meet us? And I'm like, one teacher. Tariq got mad teachers. Bitch, you got a phone. It's just high school. I'm not in kindergarten where I'm with one motherfucker all day, bro. Why do I need to see you face to face? Yeah. Nigga, FaceTime me. Shit. I don't what, what I want to talk to you for. Yeah. I, it it was poor writing. It was a poor. So I was trying to think because I actually I thought about that same thing like y'all really had no purpose. It, it like no ghosts purpose. didn't need to go to the daycare. Like no, there was no reason for none of them two scenes to come together. So I, this whole scene, this whole episode, when I watched it the second time, I'm like oh, this only reason this here is specifically to set up this. Only reason this is here is specifically to set up this. Yeah, Tasha for whatever reason has wore the same outfit for three days. So all right, let's That's talk the about outfit that. I'm, she, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So people have posted, and I forgot to mention it last week. Uh, just you know, we had so much going on on that episode. But people posted Tasha earring was missing after she shot Keisha, and I wrote in the Facebook group that it wasn't gonna fucking matter. The writer's not that smart. It wasn't gonna matter. They weren't going to randomly have her earring falling off. Was and I said it yesterday was the Starbucks cup on uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. It just was a fuck up. Continuity. Continuity like a motherfucker. Her earring wasn't in, and that's all it was. They filmed one scene with her earring in, one with it out. There was one piece of continuity that happened um, in the Ghost Jason fight. It really fucking bothered me. Yeah. And it bothered me for two reasons. Well, I'll wait till we. Yeah. I'll wait, but it bothered me. <laughs> so that said, Tasha has not changed clothes. Tasha Coochie couldn't smell worse right now. You got a dead body on your coochie right now. You've been walking around in this bomber zipped up to the neck. But you got brain matter on your ass. So that's another thing. You shot a fucking person in the head from a few feet away. You got gunpowder residue on you. Now look. Because y'all was belly to belly when the gun went When you shot her the first time. So there's blood on you. There's gunpowder residue and blood on you. But... Let's let's go back because we we just said it a moment ago. When did power become a soap opera? So if you hearken back to when Kanan killed Sean, right? Shot him in the stomach. He was sitting at the desk. Sean was standing in the doorway. He shot him in the stomach. Walked up on him, similar to Keisha and Tasha. Walked up on him, stood over him, hit him with the most infamous line, one of my favorite lines from Power ever. You don't deserve to be my son. Shot him in his forehead. I think that's what Ghost go do to Tariq. When he, I can't wait if it happens. Oh Lord, I'll be the happiest nigga. When I throw this, uh, this weekend culture party is gonna be because Reek got shot in the head by ghosts. But when Kanan shot Sean in the head, standing over him the same way that Keisha stood over Tasha, or Tasha stood over Keisha, blood splattered in his face. It was real. It was real. It was a real. 
You cannot shoot anybody that close. I don't care what angle you at. You that close. Blood will splatter. Brain matter will splatter. Fam, I watch Dexter, okay? He's Fam. a blood splatter expert, okay? Everywhere. Every, and, again, to your point, y'all were also tussling when the first shot rang off. Shot her in the chest. It's something on you, bro. Your jacket ain't just clean. You're not just walking around wearing the same fucking outfit that you done had on for six days. So, um, Ghost, when he was down there talking, let's fast forward. When he was talking to the teacher, the teacher insinuated that Reek had an after-school job at the daycare. Ghost put two and two together. I just saw Tasha do a hand-to-hand with a stripper. And now, I'm hearing that Reek work down there. Now we get to my favorite scene. Uh, and a horrible scene at that. But my it was bad scene. and good. Yeah, it was one of them. Like, I'm glad that it happened because it needed to happen. But I hate how it happened. Um, so Ghost was sitting in that motherfucking crib chilling. That nigga had his leg crossed at the table, nigga, with a suit on. I mean business. Tasha walked in. Ghost, I know you ain't breaking my damn house. Tasha, are you fucking stupid? Well, I forget no, what he what he no, actually that, said. That Tasha, you out of your fucking mind? And did you notice? Are how you her, out of your fucking mind? You notice how her face changed? She yeah. went from angry to oh shit. To, yeah. Do? So the only face that Naturi got is lusty or scared. She got two faces. She jumped in that scared face bag real quick, nigga. When that nigga said, "Have you lost your motherfucking mind, Tasha? Tasha." I know you don't have Reek down there selling fucking drugs out of the goddamn daycare. And now the way he positioned that question, he was like, tell me you do not have my son selling drugs out of that daycare. And she was like, he's not selling drugs out of daycare. Because he ain't. Okay. Not selling drugs out of daycare. He said, bitch, I'll knock your motherfucking head off your goddamn. That's what he wanted to say. But he was like, Tasha, you cannot be that fucking stupid. And so she went into her little speech that she'd been in for the last three weeks. And this is when I, I remember I was kind of sort of playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Trying to shoot her some bail. Yeah. And like, but this is what made me think, no, bitch, you're just dumb. Because guess what? You're not a drug dealer, Tasha. Yep. You don't know what the fuck you into. You only live your life vicarious through me. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. You're going to get him a shot or you're going to get him robbed or killed. Yeah. And like. Like, I realize I'm not trying to make him something he's not. The nigga 15. He ain't. Damn. He is not who he is going to be yet. At all. Like, no, currently he is living in a life that he is not of. He ain't never been in no fist fight. That nigga ain't never. He don't know nothing. Yeah, and here's my thing, bro. He does not in any way have to continue selling these fucking drugs. Like, I get it. Canaan influenced him and da-da-da. But just because he the son of a drug dealer don't mean you a... F- Nigga, I'm the son of a drug dealer. Name me one successful drug dealer. Ain't none. Ain't none. Even the richest is locked up. Shout out to Meech. It don't, it don't work. It don't work. This shit end up two ways, nigga. It, it Dead or in jail. Ain't nowhere to go, nigga. Ain't no famous... Ain't no, ain't no successful drug dealer, though. Fam, it don't work. This shit don't happen like that. You'd have had plenty of stories about niggas so, going to fucking trying to uh, go clean and do this shit clean. And it don't work. It never works. Nigga, look at how many problems Ghostin had trying to go clean. I'll put that nigga in boarding school. That's what they should have. Well, they had tried it with Cho. No, that's not boarding school. Well, that school. was, 
I'm talking about yeah, like send him, send him, like one yeah, of the yeah. military, like nigga. yeah. I send a nigga to the army. Fifteen, make an exception. I'm a lieutenant governor, nigga. Sure. <laughs> Watch this law, constitution, nigga. You going to fucking military, nigga? Now you marine. Salute. Um, but like, listen, uh, Tasha, you talk a good game. You, I, I know what I'm doing and all that. Other. No, you not. You not about this shit. And she keep throwing that shit in Ghost's face, like. Nigga, I call the police on you. I tell on you. I tell them niggas you did this. I tell them niggas you did Sorry. that. She brought, uh, she brought this shit back up, and I literally, I, I verbally said watching this episode out loud. I thought we was done with fucking Silver. She was like, "I'll tell the police you killed Silver because I know you did it." Fam, we back to Silver. We back to fucking silver. Tasha, are you fucking serious? You gonna tell them about I, me killing Deltarius? What's that dirty nigga who uh, met her outside the, um, the Zig? Fam, you about to try to tell this nigga how to run a criminal empire and you getting extorted by a nigga with a triple fat goose? Fam, you're getting extorted by a nigga who only extorted you for a thousand a week. That nigga extorted you for a fucking McDonald's check. Nigga. That nigga extorted you for $52,000 for a year. You know Fam. what you can get in New York City for $52,000? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, what? Uh, Zig might be the most fucking worst criminal ever. Bro. Nigga, we, ran, we just got $4 million in, 24, in 48 hours, and this nigga talking about 1000 bucks. Fuck that. But you, you to, you're supposed to teach him the game. Bitch, you can't even get off Zig block. Zig gave you a million dollars worth of work that was worth 40 bands on the street. His work stepped on, nigga. What the fuck? Tasha, you aren't doing shit right. And then... It happened later, but then you lost your fucking drug dealer. Epiphany. Listen, I'm so happy that Ghost went in his ghost bag on Tasha. Like, bitch, you got to understand that I will kill your dumb ass. So, because all, like, listen, I know, and I, I, I yeah. please be, I know, men are not supposed to put their hands nope, on women. No, nope, no, nope. none of that shit. Especially but, now that we learned after this episode, you could grab a woman by the bicep and her forearms be bruised. <laughs> I'm not touching a woman now. But, like, you got to understand, yeah. while you yapping off and talking shit to that man, yeah. he can do harm to you. Fam. Like, shut the fuck up for what you asking for really happened. You want to fight? And to 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 the show, Tasha, this man is a serial murderer. He is a violent man. That whole cool blue-collar top coat suit wearing wavy hair, Beijing in the beard. You and I both know that that's a front. That nigga ain't really like normal. So you talking to him like he a regular nigga and you're forget you seem to be forgetting and we only know he about will the, kill you. We only know about the major murders. What about when they was like young kids yeah. and just and him and Tommy was coming up. Just warring on the block. Hey. Like y'all niggas on the wrong corner. Pop, 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 hey. pop, pop. You know what I'm saying? Because we seen Dre stab a nigga for being on the corner. I'm sure Ghost got some of them bodies. So you talking to a nigga that killed people for fun. You killed your friend and cried about it. Ghosts don't do that. He killed Rolla and went out in the snow. I'm Fuck so, is you talking about? I'm so glad he choked that bitch up, though. Like, in real life. Tasha earned a him up. Yeah. She earned a him up. I'm glad he ain't hit her. I'm super glad he mushed her. And then he like, oh, I screamed. Bitch, shut up. And then she He said, covered that mouth up. Now, what I don't like is, 
how fucking goofy and gimpy that nigga looked during right. this whole movie. All right, let's and, let's talk about this for a minute. So again, Jay and I have both said on the pod we have gone back and rewatched seasons one, season two. Um, I even rewatched some of season three. We rewatched the seasons where this show was like comparable to the great shows, The Wires, The Sopranos, The Breaking Bads, where this show was kind of in that in that uh, that ilk. So I'm saying this to say I know Omari Hardwick is not a bad actor. But the direction that he's being given with this character now, as the show stands right now, they got my nigga looking like a goofball. He look like a goof, for real. Fam, that nigga be making that, I'll kill you, I'll choke you to death if you ever. I hate this shit. I hate this, and I'm going to say it anyway. This is one of my my personal pet feet. He like a monkey. Like, he, he literally look like an ape. Nah. You know what I'm saying? And I hate that monkey shit. Yeah. But he looks like a... Like, yeah. It just be so overdone. Like, bro, relax yourself. Let your conscience be free. Take that monkey shit off. You, you embarrassing, embarrassing me, ghost. Come on, ghost. Pimp C told you. Stop. That nigga look goofy. But he him Tasha up, choked her up, grabbed her by the arms. Again, you could grab your... Fellas... Grab your lady by the bicep. Now she gets some bruises on her forearm. Did you notice that every time he grabbed her, they would zoom in the camera on her arms, yeah. getting grabbed. Yeah. And then after he grabbed her, she went and gra- she after he let her go, she grabbed her arm and held it like it was broken and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's not how it worked. But after that shit, he mushed her, gave her that finger to the to the forehead, right? And then pushed her fucking head back. Basically, like, bitch, remember who the fuck you dealing with? That was one of my favorite scenes. In and the he was like, nigga, I called down there and get that whole shit shut down. Sorry. That nigga was like. Thought that shit was kind of soft. It, it was a whole move. But Ghost ain't never came off like a whole ass nigga. Like a bitch. Like, he didn't did some whole ass shit, but he ain't never came off like a whole ass nigga. That one was a whole ass move. Tasha, you know what? I will call the fucking feds. I will send them down to the goddamn police station right now. I will have them come over and they will come to that daycare and break that motherfucker up. You can't sell no way with my fucking son. And then he Fuck. said, then he said, I'll take yes from you. Yeah, fam, ghost, you sound like a baby mama. Right Where the now. fuck yes yeah at right now? Fam, you gonna take yes from her grandma? Because yes at grandma's. Yes, yeah, not at the daycare. It seems like since you spend all your day your your time at the daycare, then your fucking daughter should be at the daycare with you. Your daughter is of daycare age, nah. but she's not at the daycare that you own. Nah. Why is that? How is that possible? Where is your fucking and why ain't Tariq in, in school? It's a school day. The teacher's at school, but Tariq's not there. Yep. Um, Where the fuck is Tariq? Because he's not at home. Mm-mm. Oh, that nigga on the block getting off work. You told him how to cut the coat? You told him Man. how to cook it? Did he finish that brick? Is it is it him personally out there selling? Buy the coat, cook the coat, cut it. No Tariq for you call yourself loving him, nigga with a Benz fucking up. <laughs> like, like literally, how how is Tariq selling drugs? Yeah. Like, you have a clientele? Reek got one brick, and Tasha got a duffel bag full of stepped on work. These niggas is making ten thousand dollars a year. Off bad drugs, nigga. Like, how is Tariq selling drugs? What'd you do with that brick? Is that the brick that you gave to uh to uh blue hair? Um, see epiphany? epiphany. See, that's the thing. I'm not handing Epiphany a brick and telling her to move it. 
but I never saw you chopping and cook it or chopping and split it or what are you doing with the brick? And then once you once you break it down, who are you giving it to? You went and find you a crew? Your old crew. One of them bitches set you up. The Man. white boy, he only fucking with the shit at choke. They was doing peels. They're not doing crack. Facts. They're not like you gave me a brick of coke. You turn yeah. that shit into crack, fam. Fam. Cause unless you're selling whole bricks. Man. But I wouldn't give you a whole brick to sell a whole brick. I would sell a whole brick myself. And so if I give you one You're brick, not selling cocaine, cause in the strip club, the hood ass strip club shit, them niggas ain't buying coke. Niggas buying crack. Like, come on, man. You talking about a white collar drug being sold in the strip club? Nah. What did they do with the brick? Where's the brick, string? Where the fuck is the brick? I watched that scene. I've been watching the wire scene on YouTube. Since we left, nigga. Yeah, for the yeah. last two to three weeks. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I did think that uh while while Ghost acting in that scene was pretty terrible, it was a moment that I'm glad we had. Um oh, after he mushed that bitch, yeah, picked his motherfucking jacket up, like threw that bitch over his shoulder like he was James Brown and headed to the door. Man. Get the fuck out of my house. Bitch, I'm already I'm leaving. leaving. <laughs> I hate when chicks do that. Get out. And don't tell me to do some shit I was don't already doing. Don't tell me I'm fired after I quit. What yeah, are you talking like, about? Well, I don't want to be with you either. I, I just broke up with you. Damn, that pinky matter. shit. Like, good. Because you fired. Like, nigga, bye. Fuck out of here. So, uh, meanwhile, back at the ranch, your nigga Dre is in a phone booth on a cell phone. And I just want to talk about that for a minute, nigga. You're sitting in a phone booth. With a phone in it. And you on a cell phone, nigga. I don't understand shit about it. But he called Jason. So if you remember, Dre got Jason number from Ghost. They were supposed to meet. Ghost was trying to make Dre to connect. And then Dre got snatched up by Tommy Crew and, and that whole thing happened. So now he calling Jason on some apologetic shit. Like, yo, my bad. Jason, initially I like Jason Tone. He like, yo. Um, nigga, you had a chance to meet with me. You missed it. So have a nice day, nigga. But then Dre got in his little, I told the feds on Tommy Crew back. So he was like, oh, you ain't, oh, you ain't her? Oh, you don't know? He hit that nigga with a, you don't know? You don't know who got this is? Oh, you don't know? So he was like, oh, you don't know? Like, Tommy and them finna go down, nigga. The feds just finna raid they shit right now. Now me, if I'm a drug kingpin, and Dre is telling me this, and I'm looking at Dre to be my next Primera, I'm going to ask how you know the feds. And he asked him, and all Dre said was, I got people, I got people in there. No, nigga, tell me. I need to know all your people, fam. How the fuck you know that Tommy finna get rated? So he was like, yeah, nigga, if y'all want to do business with me now, that's cool, but just know you're going to need a distro real soon because it's finna go down with your man. I kind of like, I ain't going to lie, and I've never said this, so it kind of feel weird coming out of my mouth. I kind of like Dre Savvy right here, though. Yeah. I, I kind of, I, I respected it. I ain't really a fan of that nigga haircut, but I respected where he was playing that move. Like, yo, nigga, like it or not, you going to need me, fam. So you might want to fucking relax. Listen to what I'm telling you. Your distro is finna fuck this up. His warehouse finna get raided. Holla at a boy with a mohawk. And Jason was like, you know what? I'm, maybe I'll call you later, nigga. <laughs> like, I don't know, nigga. Jason hit him with the, I ain't know, nigga, that I was going to need you. And then nigga Dre was like, cool, nigga, hit me up when you're ready to talk business. And he's like, 
I thought so. That's what he said. Yeah, I thought so. Like, nigga, you do know that you're trying to go into debt with a nigga who can kill you. Yeah. And your weak ass daughter. Like, you trying to, oh, where is heaven right now? Because right now you ain't got to tether on you. How you ain't got heaven with you? She ain't with her mama. She ain't with her mama. Where is that? She's not at Tasha Daycare. Heaven with yes. (laughs) Heaven with yes. So then, uh, after after Ghost and the whole little shit happened, he go back to Truth. And when that nigga was there, he had the burner. I got the burner. You know I got the burner. Y'all niggas ain't ready. <laughs> so, look, when that nigga... Hold on, who did he call on the burner? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Who the fuck did Ghost call... Hold up. Pull this scene up. He might have called the security nigga. Oh, that's what he oh, used he to call police. in. The, that's what he called the raid in for. Ghost OS, nigga, dog. So he called the raid in off the burner. At Truth. At, from Truth. Because they'll never detect a burner call came from Truth. They'll never triangulate this signal. Nope. <laughs> nope. Even though they've been triangulating signals this whole show, but they'll never do it from your fucking club. And it was like, look, hello, is this police? Hi, this is James St. Patrick. I am calling in a, uh, I, I, look, I don't know. I don't have proof, but I think drugs are being sold out of this motherfucking daycare. So what I would like for y'all to do is go down to the daycare, check on my daughter. Ask for Tasha Green. Ask for Latasha. She may go by Tasha St. Patrick. I am not James St. Patrick. I just want to make that clear. Uh, and it's not James St. Patrick's phone. Now go down to... Look, long story short, don't call the fucking police on your baby because, moms, because, bro. Because that's that's snitching, dog. Yeah. And like we don't Ghost officially snitches. turned snitch on this, dog. And it's like, nigga, you did it because why? Like you fought her, you yoked her up. Like you did the whole shit. Like bro. if you really wanted to do some shit, I'd just burn that bitch out. Yeah, mm, shit. Call Zig, nigga. Zig was ready to burn that bitch down day one. You know what I'm saying? Instead of yeah. putting that bitch in jail, like just burn that motherfucker up. Not what you about to do. So you about to put her in jail, nigga? In prison? So here we go. You want her to go to prison? Yeah. So now it's gonna be you and Tariq, huh? Now, I, I did think that this kind of explored this episode explored like the level of hate that exists between Ghost Tasha and Tariq. Um there's no reconciliation. I just want to, I for just, what they doing. I want Ghost to start hating Tariq, nigga. Because at some point it has to happen. Tariq, Ain't no such thing as unconditional love. Tariq's son, please stop yelling at me and calling me a bitch. I'm I'm not a bitch. I'm your dad, yeah, nigga. We gonna get to that. For oh sure. my god! So he called the fucking feds. The feds come down to the uh, daycare while Tasha's in there with Epiphany again because apparently Epiphany doing morning drop-offs every day and Tasha still got on the same outfit. Tasha's still wearing her murder fit but now the the long sleeve coat that she has on she has the sleeves rolled up yeah now I don't know about you niggas but I don't usually roll the sleeves on my actual coat up you know what I'm saying but she uh, did this shit the entire episode because we needed for everyone to notice the bruise on her arm. So you know this shit somebody, is so fucking whack. Why don't you like this is weak to me, dog? You know what somebody pointed out? Um, and I know they're not gonna do it. 
do anything with this, but I did think about it. Like, oh, that'd be interesting if they did that. Um, somebody was like, them bruises on her farm could be from her little tussle with Keisha. And I was like, they not smart enough to like figure out how to incorporate that. But I, for a moment, I did like, oh, maybe Ghost gets out of this. They not, they not smart enough to incorporate the Ghost drinking. Cause we've been we've been on that shit since season Fam. one, but we the only niggas who've yeah. been on it. Ghost got a whole alcohol because problem, he is acting weird and strange and violent. More, you know what I'm saying? And he has been drinking a lot, but like it's too yeah. late. So it's too late. The feds come to the daycare. They raid the bitch. They don't find nothing. It was funny. So right here, let me tell you. Let's let's pause right here. I'm with Shorty. We watching this shit, and when they raided the daycare. I said two things. I was like, they're not gonna find anything. She don't have she don't have enough work to be hiding work. I thought the work was on Epiphany and Epiphany was about to snitch. Fam, the work they kept showing mm, Epiphany face making yeah, a weird. Epiphany definitely face. wasn't with the shits at all. Epiphany turned Keisha real quick. Did you see she kept making yeah. faces? Like it's the reason they yeah. keep showing her doing that. But Tasha I knew Tasha didn't have enough work to have any work on her and it definitely wasn't hidden in there. She don't she don't get enough. She got a duffel bag full of bullshit. So I knew it wasn't no work there. But that's where so it, I, that's where it was at the first time I, though. Look, so I said it wasn't no work. And then the second thing I said was when the cop came up to Blanca and said, there's nothing here. And Blanca was like, all right, let's go to that fucking warehouse. Let's check that location. And soon as they said that, I was like, they're going to make Tasha and Tommy, who haven't been talking, somehow come together and discern that ghost called the cops on both of their spots. Yeah, I knew it. Never mind. That ghost would have zero reason to call the cops on Tommy. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get you arrested while we're actively trying to kill someone. And I Tommy, still why would I? Did, come on. But Tommy has zero common sense, so I knew that that wasn't gonna happen. But I, I said it in that moment. So of course, what happens? They go raid the warehouse. Who's at the warehouse? Spank, uh, two bit that Hispanic nigga who was supposed to take over after Tommy killed the one nigga. Um, and then but Tommy was like, "Nigga, you fired." Like, all right. You either down or you not. We ain't seen dogs since then. And we heard Tommy on the phone talking with niggas about a package coming in from Jason. I have no idea what that was about. Yeah. Because he hadn't talked to Jason. Yeah. So what, why did Tommy have a meeting over there? Oh, yeah. So Tommy literally said directly to 2-Bit and Spank when they called, get down to the warehouse. Got a package coming in. So now that they all there, here come the feds. But what was the package? I guess another shipment. From who? Jason said he ain't talking to Tommy in days. And Ghost got Tommy not talking to Jason. You know what I'm saying? Because like, so, he don't want that nigga to set him up and do something different with the little killing well, situation. What, yeah. what the fuck was the, was the shipment? Unless, I have no idea. Unless he's about to tell them, hey, let's go kill Ghost. Maybe he pre-ordered. With who? You pre-order your drugs three weeks in advance. Sometime. I don't fucking know, nigga. Because he don't got enough clean money to buy drugs from Jason. So the feds raided that bitch. With two bits spanking that Hispanic nigga in there. Another thing that still has not been addressed. Where is BG? <laughs> Tommy, that was your right hand man. He literally was your driver. First and foremost, when did we get cool with Tommy again? We brung two bit and spank. Y'all brought Dre to Tommy to get cool with him. And then BG dies. And, and then no BG ever- died and Dre ain't dead. I'm like, so if I'm Tommy, I'm not cool with y'all. If I'm Tommy, y'all got BG killed. 
And to rectify, y'all need to bring me Dre's head or I don't know why you here. I don't work with y'all because y'all haven't done shit to rectify this. Why ain't y'all on the street searching for Dre? Yeah. Because the nigga did and. Yeah. Like My, y'all should be. BG like, was telling you right hand man. That was your best soldier. And for no fucking reason. I might be a Tasha up in here. Who, who does this? <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled my sleeves up on my jacket and shit. <laughs> I'm gonna rock out like this for the next, you know, 20, 30 minutes or so. So when they get in the rest, uh, when the feds run in there, they arrest Chuba Hispanic. They don't show my Hispanic dude no more because um, clearly he serves no purpose. Uh, I kind of knew the issue. Uh, the glasses were knocked off a of Spank face, but when he came out, he had his yeah, glasses, glasses on. on. Eh, yeah, thought that was weird. Well, who am I? And so I know the police don't give a fuck. Like, hey, take your gazelles back. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you wear them big ass friends? But anyway, so while they getting arrested outside, Tommy is hiding behind the fence. And they also thought twenty five feet away. He also thought Tommy was setting them up anyway. Yeah, they and were that's like, why the fuck is this nigga telling us to meet here anyway? Well, so I knew that was going to happen because why wouldn't you think that? We had beef with the nigga. He got mad at him. I kind of checked his girl. He fired us. Brought us back to kill Dre, and then not only did we not do that, but BG got killed. Now you're saying meet up here and being secretive about it. Yeah. And then the police show up. So And Spank was talking real gangster. Spank was kind of in his bag a little bit. Like, wasn't look, he? I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm the comedy relief, but I'm not fucking playing. I, I want to see if Spank gun gonna go yeah. off. So they were standing there getting arrested, handcuffed, and they're looking at Tommy. They see him through the gate. And two bit made the two bit face. And he was like, I know this nigga ain't fucking got the balls to come here and watch us get arrested. It ain't over. It's not fucking over. And I was like, I ain't. I'd have told that nigga. Now, my thing. I'd be like, hey, jo- <laughs> hey Tommy. <laughs> hey, here we go <laughs> over here. <laughs> Tom- Tommy Egan. <laughs> hey, yo, Tom. And that nigga Tommy would have been like, oh, nigga, shit, you blowing my mother. Man, speaking of time, I gotta call time. I need to. I need to. They need to need line up real yeah. quick. So look, man. So after that scene, Jason real quick met up with his bodyguard. I guess he had went to go or did some research on the building. Ghost had told him about. And he told his bodyguard like, "Look, I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna look at this shit. I'm gonna check it out. Make sure it's real." He like, "You ain't gotta come. Like, you go handle." He was like, he said, go find Tommy yeah. and all his boys. Yeah, Tommy ain't, ain't called me back. And his, so the intel may be right. Go put a tail on him. Yeah. Man. So, and his man, like, look, well, take this gun, bro. He like, nah, I don't need it. He like, bro, if, take this gun. If, bro. if Ghost was going to make his move, he'd have did it already. Yeah. He was like, nigga, take this gun. Take this gun, fam. Good advice. So, look, while they doing that, while real nigga business is happening, we go back to the daycare. For the all-time most unnecessary scene I've ever seen in my fucking life. Q. Coming back to the daycare. Tasha in there doing them weak-ass books that she be doing. Writing them hoe-ass numbers up. Q walks in with the motherfucking and she got sensual her, look. She got her jacket sleeves rolled up. I mean, because you going to roll your jacket sleeves when you doing books. Why is she... This is my problem with the Bitch, jacket. Bitch, change your clothes. Her jacket is still zipped up to the neck. I'm looking at it right now. She got on that jacket with a fucking turtleneck, nigga. Zipped to the fucking brim. Oh, and you know what I noticed this whole episode? Both of her hoop earrings was in. That's how I knew that wasn't going to come back up. Same earrings that dropped last week. Magically, she got them both. Fam, 
Q walks in on a little sexy, sensual shit. Why the fuck her forearm so hot? Why is Q here, bro? So we said, we told y'all on this podcast, we looked it up live on the air when we recorded, Q was going to be on two episodes. We saw him in that first one, and then I looked it up again, and it said episode nine. So I was like, oh, we about to see what this nigga role is. Is he the feds? Is he a drug dealer? Is he somebody enemy who ghosts or Tommy kill? Why is he here? We finna find out on the next episode of Power. Four weeks later. Q really was fucking just in there to fucking kill Captain Saban. What are you doing here? I heard y'all had some problems down here earlier. Nigga, this is a residential neighborhood. <laughs> Off top. Q, why do you know my business? Then a nigga like, look, I'm feeling you, Tasha. This was your ex-husband, wasn't it? He looked at our arms. That was your ex that did that, huh? Nigga, what? What are we here? And then, hold on, my favorite part of that whole scene, and by favorite, I mean the absolute worst. That bitch Tasha say, Q, I want you. What are we talking about, nigga? But I don't need you. Bitch. Fam. <laughs> like, I, maybe we do a ranking. Because I feel like with the finale or the little winter mid-season finale, whatever they doing coming up, we maybe should do like something special. I might want to do a ranking of the most unnecessary characters on this bitch. Q was high on that list, bro. Was that nigga Q? And that nigga said, Tasha, I take care of your ex-husband. Don't you worry about a thing. Nigga, my ex-husband is a murderer, nigga. He got 17 bodies. Q, how many you got? None. And like the well, the way that he attached the FBI being there to ghost somehow. Yeah. Because uh, I know you too good to, to, to be into some shit like that. Nigga, you, you don't, don't know, me. know her. Nigga, you brought your daughter in there one time. Y'all made out for half a minute. You ain't even see her little nipples. Like, nigga, she cut you off and you was like, my daughter ain't coming back here. <laughs> your daughter literally ain't been back. Like, like I, th- I, th- I thought the whole thing was you needed your daughter to go somewhere because you're a construction fam. worker and you be working long hours and this is a, this is in the neighborhood, but fam. your daughter don't go there no more. That nigga daughter has not been picked back up one time. He didn't come with his daughter this time. That nigga literally came there with the condom on. I want to know why in the morning and in the middle of the day on a school day. Yeah. Because Tariq's teacher was at school. Yep. Why aren't there any kids in the daycare? Yeah. That's a valid question. Daycares, they probably open at what, 6 o'clock in the morning or some shit like that? And you know what's funny? Epiphany, both of the time, well, no. One of the times they showed her, she had her son with her, but she didn't leave him at the daycare during the day. I don't understand. Imagine having your son at the daycare and not leaving him during the day at the daycare. Imagine that. The daycare. And Epiphany, you a stripper. Yeah, that's a fact. day should be free. That's a fact. <laughs> Fam. Because <laughs> if you a day shift stripper, you aren't making any money. Like, You're right. You sheesh. can't afford this daycare. But uh, so then we get the fight scene, man. Jason and Ghost. Jason comes down to the building, meets Ghost. Jason didn't bring the gun with him like his man told him. But he got a little sum on him in case shit go left. So they get on the elevator. Well, he go through security and all that. They get on the elevator and they riding. Ghost is being awkward and he looking at the little lockbox on the elevator. That's where Tommy hit the gun at. While they going up, they have a little small talk. 
Ghost does a weird kneel down to tie his shoe. He couldn't be more obvious. No, no, no. Ghost kneels down and unties his shoe <laughs> <laughs> because when it went down, it was tied. He unties his shoe and oh, like fam, so, I can see everything inside of an elevator. So this was this was my thing though. This is my whole thing about this scene. When he kneeled down, I don't care if his shoe was untied, tied, or middle tied, nigga. If a nigga kneeled down, I'm watching you while you, you kneel down. down and open the box in the elevator. I see you, nigga. <laughs> and stuck your hand down. <laughs> and then, hold up, but then paused and looked back out the corner like, oh, shit, I hope this nigga don't it. see me. Hit that nigga with that waiting to exhale. Like, I hope he not watching. He is watching. But so I, then them niggas start scrapping. Oh, because Tommy texts Jason, yeah. Ghost is going to kill you. Yeah. So let me get into this kind So now Tommy's snitching. So let me get into this kind okay. of shit. Because he looked down at his Galaxy Samsung device. Mm-hmm. I know what kind of device that is because I'm petty That's like sad. That. That's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? Man. I'm petty like that. Ghost, you getting too much money, nigga. Well, this was, this was Jason's device. Oh, Jason, you was getting too much money, nigga. He looks down and says, Ghost is going to kill you. Yep. So that's when they flash back to Ghost. Ghost looking out the corner of his eye, and they start fighting. Yep. The phone goes up, lays down, face Damn. down. I mean, face up. I'm looking at, oh, shit, it's an Android phone. Nobody cares. Man. So they start fighting, and my man take out his little, the little rope that he had yeah. in his phone. Uh, I mean, in his watch. In his watch. He had the little string or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. choking nigga out and ghost you know was getting a business at first he getting t- pushed around like oh okay jason no karate Facts. fuck it we, we just gonna we just gonna assume that but you know jason gets his ass whooped ultimately get choked the fuck out and get killed yeah and then elevators open ghost drags his body out now this is this two pieces this is where i'm thinking like okay what was the plan though yeah so was the plan for me to take out the gun turn around and shoot you in the elevator yeah or was it planned for me to shoot you on the high rise we got of a building yeah. in new york city when i see hella buildings around yep. hella office building like so many people probably saw you drag that body out and put it there yep but this is the issue that i have also so he pulls the body out and then he goes in jason's pocket and takes his phone out Yep. The same phone that should that be laying on the, on the elevator ground. floor. <laughs> yep. Like, wait yep. a minute. <laughs> yep. And it still got the same text messages yep. on the main display. Like, fam, the, fo- the, the phone was on the floor. How did it get yeah. in your pocket already? Yeah. Like, so my issue beyond the continuity uh, problems that you just described is that CGI blood looked horrible, by the way. Oh, it was terrible. So after, so the little thing in Jason's watch was like a wire, right? So this wasn't just a regular string. It was some probably metallic. Um, because when he choked him, he was bleeding immediately. Yeah, I've seen those. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've seen that little. You know, nigga, watch enough movies. I've seen some shit. So when he choked him out, strangled the nigga to death. Jason neck bleeding, dragged the body off on the roof. Um, and then he pulls Jason's phone out. Grabs Jason's thumb, uses his thumbprint to unlock the phone. Which the thumbprinter on that one is on the back of the phone. Yeah, the way, but, but they did it on the front because why not? So he did that to look at who sent that text, even though it was right there on the screen. You could have just tapped well, it. Well, he went there to, to, to send a text. Well, he sent a text to the bodyguard. But yeah, you are right. Yeah. So initially, he looked to see who sent it. He saw it was from Tommy. Then he unlocked the phone, sent a text to the bodyguard saying that he had been ambushed by Dre. 
Nigga said, Craig's in trouble. Come quick. <laughs> he sent that to the bodyguard. I thought that was good. I thought that was good thinking, though. I, I thought it was good on his feet because, hey, who's Dre? Might as well get him the fuck out of here. He's a loser. But he saw Tommy had sent the fucking text warning that nigga Jason. So when he leaves, he pays the security guard. Because now I'm thinking this. Look, right. So say Tommy never did that. Yeah. And I killed Jason. Yeah. Like I, I planned to kill Jason anyway. Yeah. I was going to take his phone and say Dre set me up. Yeah. Like again, to your point, what was the plan? Oh, yeah. So, okay. Now I get it. This was spur of the moment shit because he had told him on the way up that Andre Coleman had just reached out to me about being a distro. And he told him, hey, you should call him back. Because Ghost yeah. had no idea that Dre was going to call him again. Yeah. So your plan was just to shoot him up there yeah. and just leave his body up there? or yeah. But this shit worked out for you. Yeah. So you text Andre like, hey, from Jason's phone, yeah. come meet me. And then you text that, the, the henchman nigga, yeah. hey, Coleman set me up. Yeah. So I guess he want the, the the bodyguard nigga to come in there and Jason with me and um Andre Dre be there yeah. and either take care of yourself that way. Then you pay off the security or guard. You just know that whether they miss each other or not, now the bodyguard know who to go after. Mm-hmm. We're going after Dre. Problem is, when he paid the security guard, he kind of already he told him something like when Andre Coleman walks in, remember they had the cameras off. Something like that. Like he told him, like cut the cameras off when he walk in, so you don't see him go to that. Hold the hold the camera back, hold the footage back, and just in case we need to do something. Yeah, but it was like what? Like now it's getting kind of weird, man. So then Ghost leaves there. He calls Tommy, and he says, "Tommy, you let Jason know that I was about to kill him. What the fuck? You set me up to get killed by Jason." And that nigga Tommy was like, "You set me up to get killed by Jason Mitchell." Well, you killed Keisha. And he was like, Keisha's dead? Fuck. Tommy, think. Fuck. <laughs> Why would I kill T? Why would I kill Tisha? Tommy, think. But it's funny because Ghost has literally said that exact same thing the last three episodes. Why would I try to kill Keisha? There's literally no way. Like, bitch, that like she don't mean nothing to me. Yeah. I don't view her as equal. To Angie. And I won't I won't think in my heart, now we even. That bitch don't mean nothing to me. Funny part, nigga, she barely meant anything to you, bro. Like, you was trying to stretch it and you thought because she didn't leave after your mama told her that you killed Holly, that that meant she was down. Nigga, she wasn't down. She signed them papers in a heartbeat, bro. And had you knew that, you would have killed her, nigga. That's just a fact. Like, whether she convinced you she wasn't going to snitch or not, had Tommy knew she signed them papers, he'd have still did Keyshawn, bro. I think he had a, he, had, he went to an, a, a drug binge after that. Yeah. He don't, he don't care about Keyshawn. Yeah. So, after Ghost uh, called Tommy, he went back to Truth. Again, where all meetups are held. It's always the nigga waiting. How do niggas get in Truth, bro, when Ghost ain't there? Because he walked in there and Benny was there. Like, help me understand how you just in my club, bro. Benny, how'd you get in my club? Benny, what the fuck? How the fuck are you in here having a goddamn scotch? This ain't my first rodeo, ghost. So, Benny in there kind of pissed. Benny like, yo. that look. So, to all of us, me and Jay included, who thought that that Igor or whatever nigga name was a code word, we was giving the writers way too much credit. Uh, It wasn't code for shit. 
It was some shit that Proctor told Ghost and Ghost believed and just ran with and then told uh, Benny before Ghost knew that Tommy was the one that shot that shit up. So Ghost or Benny was like, yo, man, that little Igor, that wasn't it. Why'd you lie to me? Why you why you lie, bro? Why'd you give me false information? Hey. Ghost like, like, look, nigga, I don't got time. This is the bad time. Nigga, just tell me what the fuck it is. I'm not about to play this this back and forth shit. Tell me what the fuck it is. He was like, that Igor shit wasn't there, bro. And that nigga Ghost was like, look, I swear to you, I told you what your cousin told me. That nigga said he came to my crib because this weird ass nigga was fucking bitches and fucking kids and he was going to put him. He said he was testifying against a man named Igor Angor. I don't like the name, but I'm going to say it anyway. It was Igor Angor and he said he was going to testify and that was it. That's all he told me. And he said uh, he was he needed somewhere to stay for him and his kid. I mean, then my shit gets shot up. I put one and one together, too. Yeah, I thought it was the Igor Angor. Ghost just might be the one fucking alibi that sound halfway believable. Because that really do make sense. Like, that's really what happened, though. Nigga, like, he legit told me that, and I told you. Like, granted, I never told you when I realized it was Tommy. But I did tell you what I thought was real when I thought it was real, nigga. Like, sorry, bro. So, Benny, like, well, nigga, who did it for real? Ghost snitched again. He was like, either tell me, or I'm going to think you did it. Man. And I was like, ooh, it's kind of a bad spot to be in right there, Ghost. Now, granted, Ghost could have been like, Benny, why the fuck would I kill Proctor? Same way he'd be like, why the fuck would I kill Keisha, nigga? But I guess it's one of them situations that don't work. Like, when they ask you a question and you answer it with a question, nigga. Yeah. Like, But see, Tommy just tried to set Jay, I mean, t- set t- uh, Ghost up to be killed. Yeah. So now I'm about to return the favor. Yeah. And he did exactly that. He told that nigga Benny, he said, look. I can't be certain, but I believe it might have been Tommy Egan. And that nigga Benny was like, say no more. He was like, well, why though? Yeah. He was like, he had it in his mind hey. and said he's going to snitch on him, which hey. he knows to be yeah. true. That was true. He told him everything. That was true. And he was like, you know, but like, but look, I'm handling him Tommy right now. So you, yep. hey, all due respect. I'm going to go see him. I'm going to see him. He's going to cough up some information. Was going to cough up some blood. I'm like my nigga Benny. So I was ready for Benny to get busy, bro. This is one of the reasons I fucking hate this show right now. Y'all be squandering so much opportunity. We built up this character. This nigga, this nigga pulled up on that motherfucking rooftop so cold. Fam. Squashed that shit with Vincent. It got a level of a level of fear to him. We built this nigga up as in like Benny went out like a fucking sucker, bro. This nigga say I'm gonna cough up some information. I'm gonna cough up some blood. I'm like, okay, let's go. He ready. What we get? He wasn't ready. First of all, off top, Tommy going home. He walking down the long hallway, going toward his loft. Benny right there. Off top, there's no way on earth Benny don't have a gun. Who the fuck is trying to convince me that Benny was standing in the hallway waiting to kill a nigga that shot his cousin with an AR this nigga, and didn't have a gun? That's why you got to move off of strategy and not emotion. He on some. He want to do some pain. He shit. want to do some uh some personal some, shit. Some, you stab a nigga. My pops used to tell me that too, nigga. You stab a nigga. He was like that. You feel it. That's personal. you feel it. You you feel that knife going in that nigga body. That's different type of. That's a different type of attempt to murder a nigga yeah, when yeah. you stab a motherfucker because it's up close. You can't do that from far away, nigga. Take a real man. 
Take a man to stab a or nigga. Take, well, I don't know if that's or, a real yeah, man. But, man. You know. <laughs> take a different type of man to stab a nigga. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the nigga Tommy and Benny get to fighting. Another terrible fight scene. Benny pull out the switchblade. They get to I bucking. I don't remember how to. Oh. And then Benny lied. Well, Benny was like, go said you did it. That's not yeah, quite that what That ain't really how that worked. That's not. Fam. Nigga, you press go. So you yeah. like, I, I, shit, I don't know. Look at time. If, <laughs> nigga, if it wasn't me and it wasn't the Igor Angor, nigga, I don't know who else to tell you, nigga. Investigate Tommy, nigga. Fuck. And then he said, I did get a vibe from Tommy. Yeah, 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 he had told Ghost that. And like, we saw that. Yeah, we saw him look kind of weird, and Tommy made the little face or whatever. But, like, tell Tommy, hey, nigga, I got a vibe from you. Pause. Like, because don't just tell him you got a vibe <laughs> you from You got that vibe. 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 Oh, no, R. Kelly don't. Oh, shit. Hey, no, because I find myself doing that a lot. That nigga got a lot of relevant songs. Sorry, fam. And that song. Man. At a Roughly four minutes and 12 seconds. Yeah. He says, little Aaliyah got that vibe. Yeah. She had that vibe. She was 12 years old at the time. Yep. Yep. I did the numbers. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, Tommy and Benny got to scrapping, and somebody, as we all could have predicted. Somebody pulled out a fencing knife. That nigga Benny had a whole ass knife. Uh, she, Somebody pulled out the knife that... uh. Um, what was the shit that old girl had? Beaded video. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> a nigga pulled out needle from Game of Thrones? <laughs> that little ass fucking uh, sword that. And I'm like, Tommy, where's your gun? Like, nigga, what? How do these two gangsta ass niggas get into this scrap and nobody pull a strap out? I'm like, damn, look at this white on white crime. Fam. And then when the knife started, Savages. When, when, when Tommy was going for it and then he, and then then that he bitch finally got around, him dead. I'm like, oh shit, nigga, you're not strong as him. All right, let's talk about it for real, bro. On no earth is that nigga Tommy winning this match. Not that little wrestling over the knife match where they was like, uh, arm wrestle, like, oh, who's going to get poked by the knife? Tommy, you're not. Benny... Is all head and shoulders, nigga. That's a big, wide motherfucker, bro. You weren't winning that battle. Sorry, fam. But, of course, in Power World, he won. He stabbed Benny in the heart, twisted a knife. Then Benny, for no reason, took the knife out of his chest, and blood starts spurting everywhere. Bitch, they taught us that in the fucking first grade, nigga. All TV shows. Fam, never take the fucking knife out the womb, bro. They walked up like, let's get this shit cop. Yeah. And then. I'm pe- like, okay, Benny. Man, nah, that nigga went on and died real quick. Right in front of Tommy's place. Real quick. Blood everywhere. Where's the body string? Where's the what? body string? What do we do with the body string? A lot of bodies not being dealt with. That should have been dealt with. Like but we're going to get to that. That's like an apartment complex of some sort. It's a whole... First of all, no matter what, that hallway long as shit. You can't not... Nobody's dragging big-ass Benny dead weight body down the hall and nobody hears it. That's just a fact, nigga. Sorry. Benny went on like a bitch. Yeah. I hated that, dog. They did the dog wrong, man. Like, Benny deserved a lot better than that. So now it's beef back on with Vincent? See, that's the thing. Now I'm like, I, do I even want to see anybody else? Like, I kind of want to, like, warn Vincent. Like, just stay away, bro. Because you're not going to. First of all, nobody can win over Tommy and Ghost. That's just, like, the power rules, right? Like, nobody will ever win. So, Vincent, you might as well not even come around, bro. But 
I'm curious because I'm like, fam, Benny had a whole crew. Like, they mans is dead, the leader of their crew. Like, ain't nothing going to happen? Don't nobody know he was going over there for Tommy? Man, like that nigga just did. Yeah, like you ain't roll up with nobody. You ain't pull up with your man. Because you knew who you was going to kill, nigga. You know that nigga's a murderer. A murderer, murderer. And he shot your cousin with an AR. Like, if you think that he's the one who did it and he was he had enough reckless abandon to wipe out a whole fucking top floor yeah nigga you rolling up dolo with a knife a buttery knife and i know you didn't did your research about me my name go off in these streets benny definitely know who tom and tommy did some shit with vincent because his daddy before you know it turned into that whole ass shit with reek and all that like nigga you know not only his work but you know his bloodline you don't run up with no knife, Benny, but he went out like a hoe. I hated it. I thought it was whack. Um, I thought it was a misuse of the nigga Herc. Um, Could have did a lot more with him, but... Storyline killed. Yeah. Like, that's just whack. They did, again, all this buildup. So now now, now that Benny's dead, the feds going to find out that Benny's dead, right? And then are they going to go to a little Liza Marie, Elisa Marie, whatever the fuck her name is? Because here's the thing. We still she have still not seen that. Elisa Marie, and we still know she got that chip on her neck. So now where's she about to go? She now don't she got not, a parental figure she at all. She not even going with Uncle Benny. Cause, because go, I mean, cause Tommy didn't kill her dad and her uncle. Fam, why she don't just grab the blicky and shoot Tommy, nigga? Do that nigga like they did Omar. Send a little nine-year-old to do it. Nigga, fuck it. So, after that, uh, Ramona went back to see Tate. We can get rid of that real quick. Tate, still thinking that. Oh. What's that? Now? Tate pulls up on Ghost, too. Not yet. Uh, it wasn't until Ramona quit okay. and told him. Like, mm, actually. No, it was after. Nah. Because, look. um, Ghost told him, you're going to see my next move in the paper and then he left it at that and then when Ramona said it when she said you're gonna, you gonna read about you're it right, in the paper right. tomorrow his you're eyes right. they went direct to his yeah. eyes cause he kinda connected a dot yeah. let me tell you let me further know yeah 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 yeah. you're right you're right you're right um, so after the Benny shit he go back to the club Tate pull up at the club and goes like yeah. come on not a, nigga this is a bad day yeah. every time somebody walk up on me I tell you nigga it's a bad day not today Man. and they go through this whole you know how that is. Like, I'm going to flex my muscle. I'm the strongest one. No, you're not really the strongest one. No, no I'm really said, the strongest one. You know I know who you are, right? Ain't that right, ghost? Fam, people have been doing this shit since season one. So it don't shock us. One. Two. Nigga, the feds know I'm ghost. Who the fuck are you? Nigga, you know I'm ghost. Fam. And like, I, 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 I vaguely remember you knowing me. I'm almost certain ghost. you've been known I was ghost, nigga. Like, I, you, I, I feel like one time you called me like, hey, what up, ghost? And I was like, hey, was it Tate? Fam, you had two of your police officers pick me up after I just unloaded shots into a vehicle. You had a random nigga from Queens following me. Like, I had you shut down a block. And I rammed a car into another car. Into an ambulance. Yeah. And I was busting shots into it. And the gun was still in the car. Fam, you know I'm about that action. Yeah. I tried to ignore it. I know who you are. Nigga, you know my gun go yeah. off in broad daylight. And Ghost told him that too. Like, so if I'm the man you think I am, then you know that I could fucking kill you right now. And nigga Tate was like, 
True, true. But if a real killer, you wouldn't have to tell me about it. You just do it. It's like, bitch. Then this, 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 this the thing, because you'd be like, okay, take out the upper hand again, yeah. and then Ghost always like, listen, right. nigga. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> My name is Congressman John Carter. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just a regular guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he put that the, the congressman voice on and shit. Yeah. Through all of this, where's Stern? James. James. I, I'm still waiting on Stern to pop back <laughs> he was up. like, James, uh, the building that you were going to buy, I bought it for you. <laughs> the Queen's Child Project lives on. <laughs> <laughs> now I own 75% of it and you work with me. That little nigger bitch daughter uh, of yours is now my mascot. Dog, the fucking building you were gonna buy, I bought it for you, <laughs> is some stern shit, boy. Thanks, dog. Dog. So then uh fucking Blanca went and met Sax down at the juke joint and shit. These niggas was at the fucking cotton gin. Oh my god. These niggas stern in there listening to goddamn uh flappers and shit. And uh, Blanca went in there, hollered at him. Stern looking depressed, fired, jobless, homeless. Blanca went in there like, look, here's my thing. All right, here's my issue with the two of them. The one thing y'all was supposed to be investigating, Angela Valdez's murder. That was it. That was the only reason Blanca is even still working there. To investigate Angela Valdez's murder. Y'all know who murdered her. Sax, the nigga told you why he was trying to kill you while your pants was down. Why are y'all still going after ghosts? Everything in this entire show Man. is blamed on ghosts. Like, dog, come on, son. Like, these writers think I'm a fucking idiot. So they go in there, they fucking like, yo, who killed Lakeisha Grant? Sax is like, damn, she dead too. They like, yeah, I don't know who killed her though. We gotta figure this out. They like, it's only one way to figure it out. Let's go holler at her best friend. So they go, they go to talk to Tasha. Tasha's still in her bomber. She will not take this bomber coat off. That is a bomber bomber, nigga. So they go over there. Little shitty at her apartment getting smaller every time they show that motherfucker. They go over there, they knock on the door, they hit her with the intimidation. Like, yo, we know that Lakeisha's dead. And she like, Yeah, I heard. I've been broken up about it ever since. Some of the worst the acting sh- Tasha done did. Cut the shit. Tell us what we already know. So the whole time Reek looking at Tasha like, mm-hmm, bitch, did you kill my auntie? Like my like you, you kill my fucking auntie. You know where I'm lying, but I can clearly see when you lying. Yeah. So Tasha in there putting on the front, whatever, and she was like, "Look, this is the part I don't like. I don't know who killed Keisha. This is the part I don't like. This is more soap opera, right? What's up, nigga? Did you give me a flashback from ten minutes ago? Yep. Yep. <laughs> they did that, and then changed the color of the yep. screen. They hit the, they muted it. They muted that color. They put that shit on uh, Sierra so, so Sephora. Sephora. <laughs> they like, did that what? shit. Like nigga, that was literally ten minutes ago in the episode. But here's the part I didn't like even more than I didn't like that, and I I hated that. So that should tell you how much I didn't like this. Tasha says, "I don't know who killed Lakeisha, but I can tell you." Where you might find Terry Silver. He's on the fifth floor in parking spot 581. 
Wait a minute. Wait a goddamn cotton picking minute. <laughs> now this is just this is this no, is no 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 horribly bad. No 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 no. Hold on, matter. Give me give me the shit. Give me the <laughs> oh, shit. shit. Let me tell you what they not. Gonna do. Now this is bad. Let me tell you what they not going. I feel do. like R. Kelly trapped in the closet series part twenty six when it was just like come on fam. Yeah, this feels like that. Um. This is one of them Damn, like my forearms are getting hot in here. <laughs> this nigga still got his damn sleeves pulled. <laughs> Hold on, fuck. Let me. Oh shit, I put the wrong damn name in there. The music that was playing in the background. They trying to flashback. They flash back to season one with uh when Ghost met um, Angela. I'm like nigga, you wasn't publicly embarrassed. Like nigga, you didn't. Yeah. She was a stranger at that point. Like. Yeah, she. Oh my god, when they was in the club and shit. Yeah, and then no. then the one shit like he don't never pick you. That was the time he picked Tommy over you. That's that was show, you know what I'm saying. They was in the closet, and I didn't notice that Tasha was that much skinnier. Hold no. on, I had that too low. My bad. Gotta cut the volume down. Let me tell you what they not gonna do. <laughs> cut, cut the, the light, music up, please. That's my first of all. I'm about to play that on the way home. Uh, y'all are not finna fucking tell me that Ghost choked out Terry in a public parking lot at his law firm's office, put the body in the trunk, and left it there. For however long Terry's been missed. First of all, let's talk about a couple things. First of all, y'all aren't about to tell me that y'all never searched the parking lot for Terry's car. Because Terry was missing. You remember when Tasha went to the office, the secretary said he's been missing for a few days. Shouldn't be telling you this, but his family's a little worried. Blah, 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 blah. So Terry was missing. Y'all didn't put an APB out on his car? Y'all also mentioned that Terry was supposed to come to court and testify in a federal case. And he was missing. Y'all never looked in the parking lot. That's not how. That's not how. And saw that his car. And again, because I know how corporate America goes. I know how New York is and cities that have parking structures. That when you are parking past an attorney, you're parking. You're designated that spot, which is how Tasha knew exactly what spot his car would be in. P fifty one at the bed with that better. You mean to tell me that when his body started decomposing two days later, no one smelled that shit. So all the cars that was parking next to him, everybody who parked next to him, who knows that's his car, because it's a, it's the sign parking that no one said anything and nobody said, "Hey, I know we also, haven't seen Terry, but his car is still right there." Also, his fucking car door was unlocked. Didn't even need to jimmy the bitch. And the iPhone would just happen to be in that bitch? Whole white-ass iPhone. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Who the fuck leave their iPhone in the in the, in the 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 door jammy of their car? Yeah. Yeah. There were so many fucking problems with this scene, dog, and this whole, like... Um, but that's not how parking structures work. You can't be parked there for too long. There's a parking attendant that goes around, like, hey, man, this car... You would have got a fucking... It's New York. Parking Authority would have gave you a fucking ticket by now. Yeah. Um, yeah, nigga. Off like, top, the very first place that any cop would have looked looking for a missing attorney who didn't testify in a federal murder case 
would be his parking lot at his job. Because if his car wasn't at home, I'm going to check his work. <sighs> that was the worst written shit. And then part two, Tasha. You knew they were missing, or Terry was missing. They literally talked to you because everybody knew you were fucking Terry and having an affair with him. The feds knew this. You didn't. You wasn't curious. You even went to his job looking for him. So how the fuck do you all of a sudden know the corner where his body is located specifically? The exact parking spot, fam. This is one of the worst written shits I've ever seen in my fucking life, bro. I have never in my life seen some shit written this poorly, dog. That was terrible, my nigga. Oh. James. Also, to go back. Yeah, yeah. After they left and told Keisha, and she told him that shit, right? Yeah. They noticed the bruises on her arm. This bitch says, he laid hands on me. Who did that to you, ghost? Was it that motherfucker ghost? Reek, fuck, fuck off. Oh, my God. Your father laid hands on me, Tariq. Yes, he laid hands on me. Laid hands on you? Um, that sounds a bit nigga, aggressive. Nigga po- po- poked you in the fucking middle of your forehead. So two things happened in that revelation, uh... With Reek noticing her forearms or whatever. he's Well, with the cops noticing and then Reek following up after they left. Because she still has her. Yeah, still got her sleeves full jacket up. up. Yeah, full jacket on, zip sleeves to, up. Zip to the top. Yep, sleeves, sleeves up. up. Um, Bitch, you home. Are you put, take your coat But that's off, the thing. Not only was she home, fam, she was washing dishes. So I get why your sleeves are rolled up now because you don't want to get your coat wet. Nigga, if you washing dishes in the coat, you a serial killer. First of all, any <laughs> motherfucker washing dishes with a coat. What the fuck is going on, dog? It, any motherfucker washing dishes with a coat did it. <laughs> so whatever murder y'all looking for the killer, you did that, nigga, yeah. you, you did that shit. So after the cops leave, Reek like, Ma, you killed Lakeisha. You killed Auntie? No, you knew Auntie was dead or some shit? Yeah. And she was like, um, Tariq, look. I've never lied to you before. Like, he knew she was on bullshit right there. Like, I never lied to you before, so I won't start now. Blah, 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 blah. That's e- a lie. Even though I lied your whole life about what your dad's occupation was, but fuck it. I'm going to tell you the truth right now. And so she said some shit happened. I had to kill her. So apparently. I was trying to protect his family. Clearly, the family is just you and him. Fam, fam the family is broken. Ain't no family. It's, it's you and him. broken. And it's barely you and him because he ain't like you two weeks ago. Like, he literally didn't fuck with you two weeks ago. He just fuck. She think because she, he the parent that she, that she's the parent he hates less, that she, like, his friend, fam, he not to be trusted, bro. Like, he only fucking with you while you teaching him how to sell dope. The minute you tell him we can't do you that. Ain't, you ain't never even tell that nigga that Kane ain't kidnapped him twice. And you never told that nigga, hey, now I can't sell dope because the feds raided my fucking establishment and my person who was doing, selling the drugs quit. She was taking drugs to the strippers and they were bringing me the money. Shout out to Epiphany for having some fucking sense about herself. Bitch, you can't handle the feds. Epiphany said. Like, they know that you sell drugs now. You're on the radar. They just don't be like, yeah, we never going to fuck with her again. I'm not selling drugs. She, she and she looked at her kid like I got a kid. I got responsibilities. Tasha, 
Yeah. You do too. Yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm a little disappointed in this reveal. One of Tasha being the one who killed Keisha, that revealed to to Tariq. Cause I felt like, fam, like that wasn't enough. Like, sir, miss me with this whole Tariq is cool as long as you're not lying to him. I don't like that angle, bro. That's a whack ass. That angle. bothers me, nigga. Like, fam, who the fuck is you to think you can't be lied to when you go around this bitch lying all day? And fuck out of here, little nigga. If motherfuckers is telling you they killed their best friend, maybe you don't need to be working with motherfuckers. Like, think. Come on, Tariq, think. Nigga, you fuck. Know, you you know her longer than I've been born. Fam, this was your fucking man's. That's the equivalent of Tommy or Ghost killing one another. And you looked at that real fucking weird, Reek. Like you just, you was just in Tommy's presence. Hey. Saying y'all love each other. We was family. And you killed this bitch. Hey. Ain't going to blame it on another nigga. And you ain't going to tell him. And I'm going to trust you. And then you fucking sent the feds to go find the dead body of a nigga you was fucking on the side. Fuck. So. All y'all condoning snitching. Yeah. All y'all condoning snitching. A. All y'all condoning lying. B. But y'all swear it's cool because y'all being honest with the motherfuckers in your little small circle. But y'all lying. Everybody fucking lying. I don't. This whole show make me not trust nobody, nigga. I don't trust Jay. I ain't fucking with Jay, dog. We lead a pod. That nigga tell me the pod. Mics is off. I be like, hey, hey, meet me at the this building down the street. <laughs> Jay gonna be like, yo, I bought a new podcast studio, man. Yeah, Come there. up to the roof, man. But leave your gun. <laughs> and now I gotta bring the AR, nigga. But uh. So then the cops go to the exact spot where Tasha told them to go. They find Terry body. It's in the trunk stinking. They find a little white cell phone. Now, I had a couple theories about this phone because I feel like this is just me. Because right now there are nine different people against ghosts, nigga. Dre is setting up ghosts. Tommy is setting up ghosts. Keisha or Tasha didn't set up ghosts. Reek is setting up ghosts. Sax is setting up. Sax is setting up ghosts and Blanca. And Blanca, and Blanca hadn't been on Ghost Head yet. So she the only motherfucker who been doing her job from the feds. So now Ghost got like a oh, and Tate is that ghost name. Why the fuck? Who phone you think that is? You think that's Terry's phone? I I I suppose. I mean, it's how so, it's supposed to so, look. I my immediate was yeah that's Terry phone and then it was a white iPhone and I was like only bitches have white iPhones Terry was kind of bitchy so I was like cool but why, um, would the, why would the phone be where it was at but then that's what I thought about I said hmm could that be Tasha phone maybe from their little fuck fest somehow now granted anybody ever said Tasha cell phone was missing so we don't have a reason to believe that but I'm just like it was weird. It was in a weird spot, but I'm like, damn, maybe they had the fuck fest and then he was putting it there before Ghost ran up and choked him or some shit. Maybe he was putting it there to like remember to give it back to Tasha when he seen her. How I don't know, you? nigga. I don't know. I just feel like that phone being Terry's and then planting it the way that they proceeded to plant it, it, it feels too obvious to catch Ghost. Like, come on, son. Like, this how my nigga gonna go down? And then it's like... Well, how exactly are you going to prove that's Terry phone when you can't turn that motherfucker on? That bitch definitely did. Without his passcode. It's definitely dead and y'all don't have a passcode. You can't go to Apple for the passcode. And that body decomposed, so you ain't just getting that thumbprint off that hoe. That nigga thumb ain't looking the same, nigga. How long it take a thumb to decompose? 
And that thumb needs to have blood in it, by the Big. way. And his ain't got it. I don't know, man. I don't know. It was just that phone. I'm curious. Well, we not, about we it. not, they not, the writer's not smart. And that's, that shit. that's, if the writers trick me on this phone, I'll be happily surprised. So after that, uh, Sax linked to, oh, real quick, something we didn't mention. Dre got a crew of random Puerto Rican niggas from the Bronx or Queens or whatever. I don't know where he found seven uh, light-skinned niggas to do drugs with, but he found them. So Dre is, like, prepared to be the premiere. So when he found Dre goes to the building, like, Ghost had that whole meetup set up because he thinks he's going to meet Jason. He goes up the elevator. He don't have a gun. How did he blame this shit on Ghost, though? Because Ghost had nothing to do with this shit. You didn't tell Ghost she was calling Jason that day. Yeah. Uh, Jason is the one who texts you so to come up there. Far as you know, ain't none of this shit got yeah, to anything. You to do don't with Ghost. know that Ghost texts you from Jason's phone. You have no clue. But immediately you was like, "This is Ghost," this, and you ran to yeah. Sax's house yep. and said it was Ghost. Yep. How the fuck is he getting blamed for everything, fam? That's so. And we've talked about this on the show before. I don't like that. That's the angle they taken. Which means he's not going. He's not going to jail. Like the whole the whole season, he's gonna die, bro. The whole season can't be. Let's blame everything on ghosts, and then it actually happens that way. Because now that's look whack. That'll be super whack. You know bro. what I'm saying? So they are gonna have to hit you with the spin somehow. I'm, but come on, dog. And I do not think that Tariq is going to no spinoff show. I don't want a Tariq spinoff show. It's not. Bro. It's not happening. It's not happening. And I think uh, Tasha. Is gonna go down for the murder of Keisha. Okay, because they are gonna find the paperwork. Because so you let's was, talk you, about that, bro. You were supposed to, you if because if you wasn't gonna show Tommy the paperwork and you ain't gonna show Ghost, what did you do with the paperwork? It's gonna now now that paperwork is evidence against you for the Man. police. Yeah, because the two motherfuckers you could have used that to show yo I had to do that. Well, Tommy don't give a fuck at this point. He have to ghost about it. And Ghost, you've now officially set up for Terry murder. You so think if Tommy, when she would have said that, he would have showed her the paperwork, you think he would have tried to kill her right there? Or he would have understood? The only reason that I think he may have tried to kill her still is because when Blanca told Tommy she was going to testify you against you, he didn't even ask, show me the paperwork. Like, oh, she was? Because she... He, she thought he thought she was talking about the first time they got stopped. Mm. Remember when, when True. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. She told me y'all stopped. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. He didn't he didn't know about the second time. Yeah. Or rather, she didn't tell me the or she no. didn't tell the full no, no, truth. No, no, no. She didn't tell the whole story because she he knew that Blanca and Sax both stopped uh Keisha. Yeah. He knew that, but she didn't tell him everything that happened. And obviously Cash never woke up to tell shit. So um, but no, I think that he would have because he didn't even like second guess Blanca. He literally was just like, she wasn't gonna do that. And that was it. So I feel like but if, if you show her signature on the paper on the actual paperwork, like look, it might have made a difference, but I I don't know. When Tommy get hell bent on killing ghosts, I feel like he stopped listening. Well, he stopped being for, rational. Forget the yeah. ghost joint, but I'm thinking like you think he would have been like, I'ma kill you, Tasha. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I feel like had Tasha showed him that paperwork. He still might have been so furious that he killed her. Like, given the, because now you got to look at the circumstances. Fam, I was finna propose to her. 
I was ready to be a father, nigga. Well, he don't like he he definitely don't got a problem working with snitches. Yeah. So yeah, facts. But uh so Dre go see Sax, tell Sax that yo, man, Ghost just had me. Jason Mitchell just did. Nick, what Sax And they like, saw what? me at the scene of the crime. Yo, all right, real quick. I said this on the Facebook, but fuck that, nigga. Somebody from Power, Courtney, 50, whoever directed the episode, somebody got to tell me where that white man on the roof came from. <laughs> Immediately. Fam. With a fucking flashlight. Because how are you on the roof of the roof? <laughs> that nigga was on the roof of the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, we on the top floor. That nigga was on top of the elevator. And this nigga popped out the chimney on some Santa shit Man, with a how, flashlight. How did he get on top of the elevator shaft? My nigga. Why is there... My nigga. <laughs> who the... F- that nigga's a fucking... What? Like, in real life, he's literally on top of the elevator shaft. My nigga, I've never seen no shit like that in my life. Because you think about it. So, when he got off the elevator, the elevator has to be... It had to be... You're at the top. There's no more elevator to bait. Who like, hey, let me go check the top of the elevator shaft. Fam. <laughs> That nigga was up top like I didn't even peep that He was up there like Ain't shit He was on the roof of the roof (laughs) I said alright Y'all taking Nipsey shit Too far now This nigga was in heaven You (laughs) nigga Came down from heaven That nigga came down With a flashlight And said Hey Hey." (laughs) But then This is my favorite part though When did you go up there Cause you were either I know we be reading A lot into power But fuck that Y'all not just gonna tell me To suspend everything you was either on the roof when Ghost drugged that body out there, or you, you had to take the elevator up and get off and see that body. You was either already there or you came up there. Fam, you weren't just on the top of the roof posted all day. Or black dude downstairs told me, hey, go up, go up top to such and such at this time. I don't know how that shit supposed to have worked. Yeah. But, that got, was, but I know it got dark quick as hell. That might have been my probably like most egregious hated part of this entire episode that y'all had this white man on the roof of the roof (laughs) (laughs) that nigga was on the canopy nigga like bitch don't ever be on the roof of the roof so Dre told Sax like yo Jason Mister just dead go set me up like what the fuck so Sax busted out the um the cell phone like look we gonna set ghost up they officially off Tommy killing Angie, by the way. Like, that's no longer... Don't nobody even give a fuck. Now we back on Terry. Hey, we got ghosts. Why do Sax care so much? You've been fired already. Fam, you literally don't have a job. The fact that 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 a killer that we think is a killer killed somebody does nothing to get your job back. Because you did all this illegal shit already. Like, fam, you're fired. Yeah. Nothing about... Like, you got Maria Suarez killed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... Fam, you're fired. Even if Ghost is a killer, even Fam, if Tommy is a killer, you're still fired. You got a CI killed. You almost had a second CI killed that you had with an illegal tether on him. Like, nigga, you can't do this job legally. Like, you suck, bro. But fuck it. These niggas is besties now. So he was like, look, take this phone. He said, I know where Ghost is standing. Sax, how do you know where Ghost stand? How do you just magically know that Ghost stand in this hotel? What the fuck? So he was like, yo, he's staying over here at 140th. He said the James Hotel? Like, (laughs) I'm like, damn, this thing got a hotel in it? No. So magically, Dre just breaks into the fucking hotel room. Oh, this thing got the. How? 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 How, Sway? And fam, this is Ghost. 
It ain't like Dre walked in there and y'all thought he was ghost. No, not in a Dre had on a murder fit, and what, it ain't like James being that bitch in a suit every day. Y'all know James St. Patrick, nigga. Y'all ain't think Dre was James St. Patrick. So it wasn't a case of, oh man, I left my key in the room. Could you let me borrow? No, nigga. How the fuck did Dre just get in that nigga room? But for whatever reason, he in that nigga room. Why is Ghost not in the room? It's dark as shit. Where's Ghost? Oh, Ghost is that truth. Waiting for Tariq. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. So Dre go in the room. Not only does he plant the phone, but he like put it somewhere and hit it and put it under something and ducked it behind the bitch. Put it on the roof of the roof. I was like, all right, nigga. So then we got the final scene. I thought this was, compared to last week, this is a weak final scene, bro. And the reason I say that. Horrible acting this final scene. Horrible acting for one. But for two, we've seen. How many times are they going to show us this scene, bro? This is the seventh time. This I don't season. need Tariq to, like, hate, hate you no more. Like, he hates you, bro. An unreasonable amount of hate for no reason. Well, I won't say no reason. But like, so what is the reason that he hates you so much? Because it can't be cheating, right? No, nah, somebody posted. Hold on, let me go to the thing. Because somebody posted something in the. Uh, so it said, "Ghost put Tariq in the best schools. He put him in a penthouse in New York City. He shielded him from a lifestyle of drugs, violence, and poverty. He put his life on the line time and time again to protect him from the consequences of his own choices. So why does Tariq hate him so much? Because he cheated on his mother. The minute Ghost moved out of the family home to go stay with Angela, Tariq started to hate him. No. Moral of the story is kids pay attention to the shit you don't you think don't matter. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. Stop violating the mother of your kids. Now the lady that wrote that, you had an agenda on that and you totally twisted this shit. But I think but he was like at the He was house. over there playing video games and shit at Angie Crib. Yeah. So like he wasn't mad. And I tell you the moment he started hating him was when he canceled that motherfucking New York Knicks game. Now, that's where a ghost should have said, nigga, we ain't going to see the Knicks because some fucking Jamaicans just tried to off my goddamn head. And a nigga named Milan had to kill him. Like, But literally, that's the moment yeah. where he started getting mad at Ghost. He was fuck. He was mad as hell that night that he couldn't see the game. Cause yeah, he's he waiting on that game for a long time. Man. And he keep telling motherfuckers how selfish he is. Ghost, you selfish. Ghost, you selfish. No, you selfish. Reek, you a bit selfish too, bro. So this whole scene, Reek was hoeing that nigga. Like, fam, like I'm not your. You fucking ain't never son. did nothing for me ever, bitch. Your ass was just kidnapped a week ago, fam. You been kidnapped. Got, I just got four million dollars out when you was getting beat the fuck up with tangerines and shit. Yeah. I mean, I ain't never did nothing for you. <laughs> nigga, didn't I just risk my fucking life on a fucking rooftop of... Fam. You I... ain't never did nothing for me? Ever? Didn't you tell them niggas... You told Vincent that no matter what, he's going to come up with the money because Man, he'll do anything he'll for do me. he'll do anything for me. That was the whole premise of the plan because he'll do anything for me. Now, two weeks later, you telling him, you ain't never did nothing for me. Ever. Yeah. I, um... Mm. I just didn't like the scene um, because it felt like they whole like beef is on repeat. Like, but and now now Reek is over there on this whole. You ever put your fucking hands on my mother again? I kill you myself. I beat the shit out your little ass. What you gonna do? So like you because you can't. I will choke the fuck out of you. 
this was so during this scene, I thought, and I said it on Facebook, I wish Ghost gave that energy he gave to Tasha to Tariq right here. Yoke this because it's been too long. All the shit that Ghost has ever had to do, even when he was uh recovering Reek from kidnappers and shit, he did it behind the scene. Reek ain't see it directly. This was your time to yoke that little nigga up and let him know who the fuck you was. Nigga. Horrible acting by Ghost here, dog. Yeah. Like the the, the over dramatization when he's running the, come here look, like yeah. I'm like are y'all trying to make him appear like he's drunk yeah is it was that is that what what, what it was oh do you remember that fucking drunk scene with the uh with Pastor Mastodon nigga yeah where that that was the worst that's the worst acting Ghost ever did yeah that was. was the worst oh that was so bad dog I'm mad we reviewed that episode we should have did like a fucking throwback review that week or some shit nigga that was bad but uh like he how he ran up come come yeah, come, yeah. come here Tariq, come here. Tariq, get back here, son. But like, I'm the father. And if you, like, literally, fam, it sounds like you doing his voice when he's talking. We are a long way away from back when that nigga, uh, Sean tried to kill Ghost and then Ghost got the gun. He was like, yeah, I got the gun now. Bitch, nigga. Like, that, oh, that's back when Omari was in his bag. I don't, again, I don't blame Omari as an actor. I blame the director's who are directing him on how to be. They're telling cartoons, him to overact. Like, we need more cartoons. Yeah. They like, nah, ghost. Looney Tunes. That nigga <laughs> like, hi, fam, I get you. It's like, Reek, come back here, son. Like, bitch, like, what is the like, scene, bro? Act like this mad TV impersonating a gangster film. And that nigga hit him with that Braxton Hartner brig. Like, ha! Ha! James! James! Braxton is Stern. on. Stern! Uh, Braxton is on uh, Black Lightning. Yep. Year, yep. Way. I saw that. I saw that. Um. So, yeah, man. And then Reek told that nigga, I kill you myself if you ever touch my mother again. Don't come around, you bitch ass nigga. And then Ghost put his head up on the wall, which is kind of dangerous with the amount of product that nigga got in his hair. Like, you don't want to just smash your head on the wall, nigga, because you lose your wig, nigga. I saw it happen to LeBron over the weekend. But, uh, um, and then that was the episode. I, again, I give this episode a small four. Five. The it's acting was easy. horrible. Um, for most scenes, Tommy, you did a great job this episode. I'm gonna give you that. Plots over everywhere, all over the place. Acting was horrible. Um, it was not planned out right. Yeah. It was so much like why this bitch watching washing dishes in a coat. She got her sleeves rolled up on her. <laughs> bitch got a trench coat tucked in her pants. Like Fair. I don't know what's going on. If out I here. ever wash dishes with a bomber coat zipped up to my neck. And the sleeves she, rolled up. She Arrest change, me now, nigga. Ain't changed clothes in days. She got blood all over her body. Tariq and changed, nobody's acknowledging. Tariq changed clothes every scene. This nigga Reek, was, stay fresh. This nigga was in a different outfit every Reek, scene. Stay fresh. Like in in real life, Man. he changed clothes three times. He was in three different episodes, yep. three different outfits. Yep, Reek, stay fresh, bro. Um, Somebody mentioned uh, on Twitter and shit that they don't like how Power has simply breeze past three different addictions on the show and they just got over them with no problem the addiction that ghost had to alcohol yep. the cocaine addiction that tommy, tommy had and yep. the lean addiction that, that Tariq Tariq had. had. Yep. like that's that y'all had it and then y'all and didn't have it four, and moved on tasha addicted to dick and now she won't <laughs> fuck q q been literally over there like tasha man whatever i got to do for the pussy i do it man i kill your ex she like Q, I want you, but I just can't get you no pussy. I want you, but I don't need you. 
No, you not just over your dick addiction. Like they thought that was a fire. He was like, I know you need me. You need somebody to take care of you. I want you, but I don't need you. What's that, Janae? That I go. A- I don't. I don't. Yeah. But- I don't need you, I don't need you, but I want... They thought that was Janae Aiko. They thought, they thought that was a bar. That shit wasn't no bar, nigga. To quote Mav Hoffa, you don't got bars <laughs> like that. <laughs> Dog, so um, I let's talk finale, man. Uh, They should wrap this whole shit up. To, yeah, to I don't want to see five more in January, bro. Like, y'all wrap this whole shit up this, next week. This, so, look, the season wasn't really great, and then the last three prior to episode nine, six, seven, and eight were fire. Comparatively, relatively. Yeah. Six, seven, and eight was fire. Eight specifically clearly was the firest episode of the season. And then y'all came back with an episode so bad that it made me not... I don't want to continue in January. End it now, bro. Kill James... Send Tommy to jail for Angie murder uh, and let Tasha go to the roof of the roof and jump. Jackson, That's it. Jackson Avery, if 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 Dre end up winning, bro, if Dre ends up winning, bro. I'm not watching BMF, bro. I'm not watching. I'm, I'm getting rid of my star subscription. I'm going to be so fucking mad, bro. If Dre wins. Yeah, I'm block. I'm reporting everything. Uh. 50 cent post is spam. I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm, uh, if Dre wins, I'm pissed. So let's talk. If Dre wins, I'm furious. But if this newfound combination of Tasha and Reek wins, like, cause I feel like they're going to come out on top, bro. Like Tasha will not go to prison for killing Keisha. And Reek is going like become like a kingpin or some shit. And going to take over. No, he's not going to take over shit because he's a kid. And only people that love him is his father and his mother. Because you run that bullshit out in the street, he's going to die. You almost died. You almost died this season trying to fuck over Vincent. And Dre, you ain't stick to your fucking word because you put a crew together and you got back in with fucking Jason Message before he died. And you didn't call Reek about the brick. Because you told Reek, sell that brick and I'll call you in a week when I'm plugged, nigga. And now you ain't even call me. Rick, you don't know how to sell drugs. And motherfucker, wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute. Dre, you gave me a brick to sell. How have you not called me for your money? What the fuck is going on? And why didn't you tell fam? Why didn't you tell Tasha where you got the brick from? Fucking Andre. Because when Tasha find out it's Dre who worked for Kanan, she ain't gonna be a fan of that brick. Then again, I don't know. She might fuck the nigga. I don't fucking know. I, I'm over it. Uh, Yeah, man. This episode completely ruined my whole... I have a distaste. How is 2-Bit and Spank getting out? Well, they ain't got no fucking drugs. So was it something in the warehouse? I meant to watch that scene over again. Because like, they ain't got no work. All the work gone. Remember? They sold it all. But, no, they didn't. Because you remember, they sold everything, and then Keisha found... The open boxes of pills. Yeah, but like, I think the work is gone, though. There's some in that warehouse. Because they say they're waiting on the shipment. Yeah. Like, I think the work gone. It might be. They clearly got to get out because they got to get on Tommy Head. So here's what I'm thinking. They're going to try to get on Tommy Head and Tommy's going to somehow. Because Tommy keep weaseling his way out of the murders he deserves. Two bit is going to work with ghosts. So I feel like Tommy gonna get to two bit and spank and be like, "Yo, Ghost did that shit. Let's kill Ghost." No, 
It, you know why? Because they all, everything that happens in this show is for a whack ass reason and shit. When Tommy was on the phone with Two Bit, Two you can hear Two Bit say something about ghosts. He's like, "Why yeah. are you always talking about ghosts?" Yeah, I, he did say I, that. I kind of feel like somehow Two Bit. So you know what they're gonna do? Here's what they're gonna do. They're gonna set it up. Tag team match. Tag team championship of the world. Two Bit and Ghost versus Tommy and Dre. But Tommy don't know he with Dre. She kind of got to be with Dre because right now Tasha and Reek ain't enough to you be your squad. You know how these nigga. shows be? Everybody, everybody going, you going to tell me to be here. You going to tell me to be here. Everybody yeah. show up at the same time. Like, hey, why is everybody here? Yeah. I just wish Ghost would just fucking blow all these motherfuckers up, bro. Blow up your wife, your daughter, your son, your uh, mother-in-law, your best friend, 2 bit Spank, Dre. Just blow these niggas up, bro. So technically we got like, Y'all got to do some sort of a closure or cliffhanger next week. Yeah. Then we got five more. Then we got five more, man. So we got to rank up. We got to wrap up Ramona. We got to wrap up the 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 governor gubernatorial race. Ramona still ain't got butt naked, bro. We got to wrap up. Maybe next week. We got to wrap up. Got to be next week. We got to wrap up God, uh, Tate. Ghost, if you fuck this up for me, yo, fam. All right, so Ghost finally threatened the nigga with that little light. Yo, if you think I'm the man that you think I am, then you know I could kill you, right? Ghost, please kill this nigga, bro. Please kill this. I'm so tired to tell you, bro. Like, now it's just insulting. Especially like, when he's not high profile no more. Fam, you're not even going to win. Granted, maybe Tate does win now. Because maybe they fucking figure out that Lorraine running with a murderer drug dealer, nigga. I don't know. So that's something's going to come out. I don't think Ghost makes it all the way to... Lieutenant Governor comfortably. Lorenz Tate is a waste on this show. Yeah, hey. Hey, Lorenz, man, this is from your boys, Ann and Jay Johnson. We sorry, fam. We we had higher hopes for you, bro. Because nothing's coming out of this story. Nope. And it didn't have to be Lorenz Tate. Yeah, y'all could have picked anybody. This could have been uh, Rotini. Could have been. It, could, that could have been Silva. Yup. I would have preferred uh, Lorenz Tate to be Tasha's love interest. Yeah. And... Because I think Silva is a more dislikable character than Lorenz Tate is. So yeah. if, if Silva was doing all what his list was doing all the scenes yeah. and he like I can I can understand. But like Tate and Ghost seem like y'all niggas should be friends, dog. Yeah. Yeah. I Lorenz, we sorry, bro. Um I so finale predictions, man. Matter of fact, I have no fucking idea. Uh did you watch the little end, like the next week? I didn't. The only thing I remember is they flashed and they showed Paz, Angie's sister. And I was like, why the fuck is she back? Why the fuck is she? Y'all ain't, y'all done investigating Angie. Y'all know who killed her and y'all not arresting him. I'm done. The nigga admitted it. I'm done. In fucking the feds living room, he admitted to killing Angie and nobody's trying to get him for it. Y'all trying to get ghosts for Terry Silver, nigga. Come on, son. So look. I don't really know what's going to happen next week. I know there's been a long pod, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. Everybody that made it to the end, God bless you. But understand that our confusion is the reason we're here. We're just trying to figure out why they're making us look stupid. Because this episode made me look real stupid, bro. I ain't feel nothing that happened. But uh, as always, man, let us know what y'all thought about the show. Let us know what y'all thought about the episode specifically. Follow us at This Week in Culture. Email us at thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Go on the uh, on the 
digital streaming platforms and download this episode, listen to it, stream it, rate us, give us that five star. If you got less than five stars, don't rate us, but tell us why you feel the way you feel. And as always, man, peace, brother. This Week in Culture, episode 70. I'm Ant, that's Jay, we out.